I was walking home from school on a cold winter day. Took a shortcut through the woods and I lost my way. It was getting late and I was scared and alone. But then a kind old man took my hand and led me home. Now mama couldn't see him Oh, but he was standing there And I knew in my heart He was the answer to my prayers Oh, I believe there are angels among us Sent down to us from somewhere up above They come to you and me in our darkest hours to show us how to live to teach us how to give to guide us with the light of love when life held troubled times and had me down on my knees there's always been some Come along and comfort me A kind word from a stranger To lend a helping hand A phone call from a friend Just to say I understand But ain't it kind of funny At the dark end of the road That someone lights the way with just a single ray of hope Oh, I believe there are angels among us Sent down to us from somewhere up above They come to you and me In our darkest hours To show us how to live just how to give to guide us with the light of love they wear so many faces show up in the strangest places to grace us with their mercy in our time of need oh I From somewhere up above, they come to you and me in our darkest hours to show us how to live, to teach us how to give, to guide us with the light of love, to guide us with the light of Love. 
will be swinging around the Christmas tree, dancing to a Christmas melody. When it's Christmas time in Texas, it might look just like a summer day. There may not be snow in San Antonio, but it's a Texas Christmas to me. When Santa crosses over the border, he'll send it back. Different when he sings. You'll hear those twin fiddles playing Christmas songs with a touch of western swing. There may not be snow in San Antonio, but it's a Texas Christmas too. King 
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I think in all fairness, I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. For instance, tomorrow morning I'll get up nice and early, take a walk down over to the bank and walk in and see you. And uh, if you don't have my money for me, I'll crack your f***ing head wide open. That boy is too dumb to pour piss out of a boot. A genuine troglodyte. I've heard those things said about me. Good morning, ass family. Yes, I'm congested as shit, but that's okay. I'm ready to go. Look, we have all kinds of breaking news today. I mean, seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, uh, I, I do appreciate it. We, we will not do walk-up music today. Not all walk-up music today. Sorry about that. Lots of stuff going on. Jenny US6. Jenny. 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 Jenny! Yeah. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. Jenny. 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 She put my Twitch Jenny. page up Jenny. if you want to watch this. Jenny. Because the breaking news is this, is that uh, Braddy Kid, uh, the one and only. Hold on a sec. Wait. There it is, right there. Oh, my lucky right. stars. The, the one and only Brady Kid, who is in the house, by the way. Uh, yesterday, she's been experiencing some sickness lately, uh, not feeling good, in a lot of pain. So I told her, well, let's go to the doctor. Go, you know, make a doctor's appointment. We went to Med 7 or the Quick Med place, and they gave her some a- antibiotics. Didn't really work. So she had a doctor's appointment yesterday afternoon. Oh, and, and by the way, the one and only bratty kid, blah, blah, blah. That you are and always have been penis cancer in human form. That's what she told me yesterday uh, when she was talking to me about this. Um, so we go to the doctor yesterday. Uh, we, had, we had Gleek the Outbreak Monkey with us, Roscoe. Um, and so we go to the doctor. She gets to the doctor. We're leaving. She goes, well, I might have to have surgery tonight. I was like, what? So, uh, good vibes going out to Braddy Kid's way, first of all, and mine, because i got to put up with that. <laughs> um, but she's still waiting to hear from the doctor if her white blood cell count is, is too high or whatever. Uh, we have to leave. We have to go to the emergency room. She has to get emergency surgery done. I'll let you know. But, uh, but, 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 we're here. We're doing the show. Uh, everybody's here. Everybody's good. And, and, because he is a superstar. And I told him, I said, I said, look, if you can't do it, no big deal. I understand. But people love when the one and only Joe Murphy is on the show. And Joe was nice enough to agree to actually come on early today. So we're going to call Joe Murphy right now. If the phone rings, there we go. He said he'd be ready at this time. Hello. Joe Murphy. Yes, sir. Uh, I got here. Let me play this for you because you deserve this. Boy, oh boy, did you have a good week, didn't you, Joe Murphy? Well, you know, I just got a late flight, got in last night. Been a tough, tough week out recruiting. A lot of work, a lot of hard work. Uh, but we got some guys we're really happy with. Uh, mainly Dylan Raleo, uh, Raolia? 
Rayola, yeah. Well, you know, we had a shot at him anyway. His 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 uncle's a coach at Nebraska. His right. dad, I think, was an All American, but we couldn't land him. He was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go play for the national champs," and. Bam, we got him back. So, Oh, that's a huge pickup. Joe, let me first say before we get throwing all into sports here, thank you so much for coming on early today because I don't know how long the show is going to go on. You are a good, good man, my friend. Oh, no problem. Anytime. Uh, so, so yesterday was the big day for recruiting around the nation, and it looks like Georgia got the number one class yet again. Uh, and then, then everything's up in the air. Alabama's two. Uh, Texas is in the top five. I don't know why they're behind Oregon. A lot of people get excited for this. Do you get really hyped for signing day? No. I mean, it, you know, it, it, I mean, you get these big recruits, you know, these, these five, you know, blue chippers, whatever. They can help. But you know what? Guys get hurt. It's like in the NFL. I mean, look at the Jerry Rice, late rounds, Tom Brady, late rounds. Same thing as, you know, some of these kids mature later, you know, like some of these kids aren't the five star, but they end up being uh, great, you know, great football players. So, you know, there's four years, but now with the transfer portal, guys are, well, I'm not playing. I'm going to move on. Right. So they, you know, and then guys, coaches will be like, this guy can make an impact right away. So, I'm going to take him, you know, I'll, I'll let him come play. It, it, it's just like free agency, you know, in, in football. But it ain't going to happen. It's football. You know, there's guys, like I said, you know, as well as I do, there's guys, there's the Rudys that make it, you know, that, that, sure. that end up being great players. And then there's the superstars that, uh, you know, flail. Yeah. Uh, Warburg says, good morning. Joe's already on. Well, we, we, we might have emergency gallbladder surgery. Not for me, but for Braddy Kid today. So we're getting through everything. I look – you remember a couple years ago when Texas A&M had the number one recruiting class in the nation. What did Texas yep. A&M do this year? Dick. Right, right, right. And I mean, you know, being a Texas fan, we get these recruiting classes all the time. We're maybe not top five. We're always usually about top ten. And everybody goes apeshit all over it, right? And I'm sitting there going, I have no idea how these kids are going to turn out. Arch Manning, I think he's going to be okay because he's got good genetics. But a lot of these other kids, you don't know what they're going to do. They get into college. They might find, you know, some of the hashish and things like that, and things go haywire. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's college. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that things happen. That's when guy. That's when people you go away from from home. You're you're out on your own. Um, you know, you start you start turning tricks downtown. I mean, no, wait a minute, that didn't happen. Uh, no, but I mean, you know, you go to college and you got to make the money. It's tough out there. It is. I uh, mean, I mean, it is. And and all these kids, like, I'm looking. Texas got five, uh, four, five star athletes. That's amazing. I mean, they tied Georgia. Ohio State has five five star athletes. Some of those guys aren't going to make it past the second year, though. And I mean, I, like I said, though, I, I'm rooting for them. I, I'm not rooting against these kids, but man, oh man, it's kind of it, it's tough to get excited about all this. It really is, and you know, I like I said, I miss the days when the kid would, you know, he'd come home from school and they're sitting at the kitchen table, is uh, you know, is 
Tom Osborne with his grandma and his mom sits at the table and he's telling them, I'll take care of your son. And, you know, we'll make sure get him an education. And they give him, we're going to give him a full ride. And, uh, you know, because, uh, well, that's, that's the only way he can go to college. And, mm. you know, but now it's just who's got the money? Show me the money. I don't know about you, but I am tired of the recruiting videos, too, where the kids sitting there at the table with, with, with Uncle Nuck Nuck and Mama. Dad ain't nowhere to be found. Shocking. You got you got Big Mama back there and Big Big Mama on the other side, and he's got three hats in front of him. He does the old herky shuffle. Oh, am I gonna wear this one? Am I gonna wear this one? I'm so tired of that shit. Yeah, what the one kid threw the threw the what he threw the Colorado hat. He threw some hat like with yeah. So like they make a big a uh, big deal out of it. You know, and it's like this is where I'm going to school. Well, you know what? Let's see if you can let's see if you can at least pull a two point five GPA, kid. Okay. <laughs> because and you know what? I know your dad couldn't be here because the Sixers were playing at Brooklyn tonight. So I know that that's fine. Uh, all right, now, Joe. Before we get talking about pro football, because we have a huge story, and I'd love to get. I can't wait to get your take on this. I want to talk about the New Year's Day Bowls, the, the the big six bowl games. We're going to talk about the big six bowl games here. Right. Just so you know, I just got off the phone finalizing my New Year's Eve class with John Moran. So. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll start with Friday, December 29th, the Cotton Bowl Classic, which is not played in the Cotton Bowl. It's played at Jerry World in Arlington, which is stupid to call it even the Cotton Bowl anymore. But I digress. We have the uh, the Missouri Tigers, the number nine Missouri Tigers versus the number seven Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, this is what day are you talking about? We're, we're, this is December 29th. Okay, I'm on it. Okay, I got you. Yeah, these All are right. the, I, Ohio I'm, State. I'm, yeah, this is the, yeah. Then we'll play this at AT&T Stadium. Is it still AT&T? Correct. Correct. Yes, I just call it Jerry World because well, I live here. So do I. I, I like to call it Jerry World too, and he's a big Salvation Army supporter. That yes, guy. Yes, very big. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Ohio State. That we're going down to Dallas. We got the state of misery coming in. Boy, I tell you what, I you know what? I don't know how. What's what, this is really weird. I don't know why the Buckeyes are getting two and a half. That looks like a, I love the Buckeyes. Do you really? I like Mizzou. I like okay. Mizzou in this game, and, and uh, you know, you know what, uh, Joe? Just for uh, let let's do this. The the Big Six bowl games. Uh, these Big Six bowl games. How about you and I just have a little random pick and fun? That sounds great. And you know what? We'll go by point spread too. Beautiful. All right. All right I love so, it. I'll take the – what's your point spread you got? Uh, let's see. I have Missouri uh, minus one, but I'll, I'll take minus two. I'll take Mizzou minus two. We'll, we'll meet halfway because I have two and a half. You have one, so we'll just do it because we can actually tie. Yeah. So when you bet <coughs> – excuse me. You know, when you bet a parlay card, there'll always be a half point so you can't tie. You either have to win or lose because mm-hmm. you, you can't score a half point. But when you bet off the board in the sports book, you can actually land. So we'll go two. So I'll take Ohio State, and you're going to go ahead and take the, the Missouri Tigers. Yes, sir, I will. Now, now you know Ohio State's quarterback isn't playing. He transferred. Yeah, I know. Okay, so you're still taking him. Okay. Just want to make sure. 
Uh, yep. Next big game here. Let's see. Uh, oh, boy. The Capital One Orange Bowl. And I know that you love the Orange Bowl. You love the Orange Bowl like I love the Cotton Bowl because Nebraska used to live in the Orange Bowl on New Year's Day. I um, used to get a butt kick a few times, but then we, we did some we did some unfinished business we took care of yeah. uh, towards the end. So this is look, this is a hell of a game, even though I'm hearing a lot of Florida State players aren't are opting out. Uh the twelve and one Georgia Bulldogs, whose quarterback announced he's coming back. Uh are taking on the 13-0 Florida State Seminoles. Georgia's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll take – I'm going to take Florida State plus the points. But easy money. I love it. Florida State plus, plus – Plus plus two, over two touchdowns. Come on. Negative yeah. Oh, by the way, touchdown at the end. And, you know, these bowl games, that's great. Who knows who's going to show up for, for to play? You know, Caleb Williams, Caleb from USC, he's gone. All the other Jerry Rice's kid is out. You know, they're all uh, they're all uh, getting wine and dine for their NFL careers. So who knows who's showing up? All it's right. a joke. All right, uh, I I respect that. I'm I'm gonna take the I'm I'm gonna lay the points. I'm being crazy. You're out of control. I Somebody am. call a doctor. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see uh, which. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know why they're saying this is a big game because I guess it's a Fiesta Bowl. But you got. I guess we're only. Do- yeah, yeah. We got six games. I think it's six. Liberty thirteen and zero. Liberty is going to the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, to take on the number eight Oregon Ducks. The Ducks are a seventeen point favorite. This is the one where I may want to lay the point, but you know what? Because this would be one of the biggest upsets. I believe Liberty is, I believe, I want to say, not, it's Jerry Falwell's, it's, it's somebody's, uh, uh, it's a Christian. Okay. They really made leaps and bounds. They're like Lynchburg, Virginia or something. Uh, in, in football, I mean, Liberty really is a Grand Canyon. It's, it's, it's like an online school is playing in a bowl game almost, right. yeah, you know? It's, it's yeah. like, isn't that crazy? Liberty. I'm going to lay this up to you. I think they'll fall out. So you're going to take Oregon minus the 17. I'm going to also take Oregon minus the 17 because Liberty shouldn't be there. I, I'm sorry. They just shouldn't be there. Yeah, um, that's going to be like 56 to 14. Yeah, that, that, that's going to be bad. All right. Now we have the big New Year's Day games. The games that count the playoff games. Uh, our first one, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Whoa, Nelly. The number four ranked Alabama Crimson Tide at 12 and one will be taking on the number one ranked Michigan Wolverines who are 13 and zero. Michigan minus two. I have here. What do you have? Um, I have, let's see the Wolverines. Uh, yeah, minus one and a half. That's the, the, now this is the this, this is the Rose Bowl. Correct. Michigan. Also, I would get in more trouble because during COVID, you know, uh, uh, Harbaugh was out recruiting kids. Yeah, I saw that story. Flying flu or something. Yeah, yeah. The the NCAA announced formal uh, formal sanctions against them. This is going to be fun. Harbaugh, what is wrong with you? Hey, I, you know what? He's just he's just trying to get an edge. He, he he doesn't care. He knows that he can get a job anywhere if he gets fired from Michigan. 
Yeah, he can be that. He can go get a, bro- a job with his brother. I lo- I'm going to take Alabama. I think they roll over him. Whoa, you're going to take the Tide because I'm saying. Easy money. Turn it up. I am also taking the, the Roll Tide. Because I want the rematch, baby. Because the next game, the last game of Bulls. Well, I don't season. know how things are in Austin, but I know in Birmingham they love the governor. Yes, okay. yes, they do. Um, let's see. We're both getting two on this game. Um, all right. Our final game, Joe. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. The All-State Sugar Bowl, where the Longhorns are going to be wearing their faggoty white uniforms that everybody loves for some reason except me. The 12-1 and Longhorns are taking on the 13-0 and Washington Huskies. The Longhorns are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, now, this is what, the Orange Bowl? This is the Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl, New Orleans. Let's go down to New Orleans. Um, yeah, the Huskies, you know what, is just because... Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm feeling aggressive. Um, I'm going to take the Huskies on the point. I'm going to take the four. So if you guys can still win the game, I'm still collecting my bet. Okay, okay. all right, but all I'm right. The four points. You're, you're, you're going you're, you're to take points. the. You're, you're taking the four. Okay. Um, not, after much deliberation with my entire staff. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, I believe that, uh, that. Here it is. The pick. We'll spell it out for everybody real quick. You, you know it, right? T-E-X-A-S. Texas Fine. Okay, so what's going to happen is Bevo is going to gore the Husky, uh, and then that's going to be a prelude to the game where the Longhorns win 42-17. to 17. Did you know that it was about three days ago, more immig- uh, more migrants crossed the Texas border mm-hmm. than any day in history? Yeah, they want like, to see the game. The other day, like 12,000 people just, you know, just, you know. I, in fact, I was scanning them through like it was a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right, so those are our fun bowl picks and things like that. Now, Joe, it's that time. We, we, we got to talk about the big boy league now. Uh, let's see. Let me Let me get it. Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy with this 39-yard strike to Arnie State for the touchdown. Oh, Joe, 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 last week was not your friend. I know, I'm trying. I mean, I'm, I'm going rogue. I'm getting out of control. I, I got to try to make a move. I, I, I totally understand. Last week, Joe, you went 7-9. and nine. Mm. Your record for the season is 124 and 100. Mm. Last week, I went 10-6. and six. No, I don't like you one bit. And my record for the season is now 130 and 94. I have a commanding six game lead. What do we got? Two weeks left or yes. three? Well, we have two weeks and then we'll see where it is and how many playoff games and if it'll matter. Um, but we'll we'll continue to pick all through everything. But uh the uh the next week I'm off. Uh 
so you'll have to email me your picks, and I'll email you my picks, or I'll text you my picks, um, because I'm, I'm taking next week off, last broadcast week of the year. So um, here we go, Joe. Oh, before we get into the stuff and the picking, we have stories in the NFL. So I wanted to play that kind of to get us into the, uh, the ideas of it. Did you see the story on Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I just want to say with our picks, though, it'll be it's going to be like that scene in Scarface where he's out on the ledge and they're just you could see him all. So those guys are just coming over the walls and coming in for him and say hello to my little friend. That's going to be me this weekend if I get slaughtered. But okay, okay. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he should play, but you know. Well, he's tapped the brakes. He he said that uh, maybe. Uh... Maybe I won't come back this season since they were eliminated from playoff contention last week. Um, he's like, ah, you know, I think I might just, uh, I might rest it here. And you got to think with that much money invested in him, they got to make him wait, right? Yeah, I mean, it would be stupid to play. It would be stupid to play. I mean, because, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, if they have a shot at the playoffs, let's say you're in the playoffs. playoffs. I mean, keep him out. Don't play him. But if, if for some reason you, you're in the playoffs, you might have to use them, but otherwise, you know, you still use them. It's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you know, it's a long recovery for those. Uh, was it? Was it a, a, a ACL? No, it was his Achilles. Usually, that's oh, Achilles. Yeah. 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 And uh, Jenny, by the way, uh, is the record better when wearing the white? I, I think it, it's one or two games better this season. I mean, we beat Alabama in the white, so I guess that's why we're wearing them for the game. But whatever. Uh, will Bevo murder a Palestinian protester if pushed far enough? Because uh, Bevo's down with the Jews. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, though, uh, I had I, I got to say it was kind of kind of dumb on his part to to do all this. I think to get everybody hyped up for it, but nothing happens now. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I I knew it was going to be a stretch for him to come back. He's going to really have to push it. And why would they want to invest all this money and then and rush him? Let's just take it easy, everybody. We'll see it spring ball or whatever, you know, and then we'll get you ready for next, you know, for next season because we cannot do Zach Wilson anymore. No, Zach Wilson's got to go. I mean, if. Where does he go? Do they trade him? Did, does somebody try to pick him up somewhere? I mean, I, I don't under. I don't. Think you know me and Doug Heffern and the two biggest Jets fans ever. <laughs> now, um, there was a statement made earlier this week from former Pittsburgh Steeler running back uh, Rashard Mendenhall, who said that he is sick of average white guys commenting on football and proposes a race bowl game. Black players against white players. Joe, this guy played for your team. Uh, you know, I hope there are. I hope there are some, uh, you know, African American uh, gentlemen that come out and say, "Dude, come on, bro." I mean, you know what? I mean, uh, that's. I mean, it, it, it seems kind of racist to me, but that's just my opinion. But it's like that's just, and it's just ridiculous. We've seen. Who the best athletes are? I mean, you've got look at the Niners. They're the, they're the Kittles, the McCaffrey's, the 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 Birdie. Then you know, then of course, of course, uh, black players are, are incredible. You know, they're. I mean, I don't think I go ahead and play. Don't they do that already? Black guys and white guys play each other already. It's called the NFL and college yeah. football. Well, he he wants he wants more due given. So he let, let, okay. Here's the one thing that I'll tell you. 
where I, I think that he has a complete leg up. Even though I, I could field a team, and, and, and we might have to field teams here, um, the last white guy to start in the secondary was Jason Seahorn back in, like, 2002. That's the last time a white guy has started as cornerback in the NFL. Right. And, you know, I mean, the guys do come in. I, I know I've seen a, a couple of white guys at corner. They may not have started. But, yeah, but, I mean, um, you've got to have the speed. Speed's everything, obviously. Uh, to combine, I think I ran a, a nine five forty. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds about right. I I remember timing that with 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 a with a mop, uh, <laughs> an hourglass. They yeah. used. I mean, um, I mean, like like it, second, I would put Cliff Harris and, and Charlie Waters because I can think of them because they're white. Uh, there have had to be other great white cornerbacks because at one time there were only whites allowed to play in the NFL. A couple of safeties. We had, we had all the dudes. We had, you know, Lynch. Was Lynch a safety? And, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Lynch. Uh, yeah, you can put him and uh, Cliff Harris at safety. Uh, Jason Seahorn can play one corner, and I don't care who plays the other corner. I mean, look, the, I, the one matchup I'd like to see, and I thought about this, two of my favorite Dallas Cowboys of all time. On the offensive line, there's Larry Allen. Larry Allen, who was stupid fucking strong. I mean, he was benching 700 pounds. And I want to see him go up against Randy White. Oh, him against the Manster. That would be an epic battle. Randy White, that was a, that was a mean guy. Oh, goddamn. Randy White was awful. I mean, he, he's my all-time favorite Dallas Cowboy. I love Randy White. Um, but... You know, if you want to dig deep into this, then all we have to say is quarterback. That's all you got to say is quarterback. Why? I mean, you look at the championships, uh, predominantly white players have won championships at quarterback, and that is the most important position, is it not? It is. They have to know everything. You know, not just, I mean, when you're a lineman or, you know, or, uh, 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 edge rusher, as they call it now. Mm-hmm. You just need to do your job. But when you're the quarterback, you got to know everybody's job. And you got to know. And they're going to put the best player at that position, period. That's the one place in this world where where both, where people have to get along. Why can't we all just get along? Amen. We do. They have to get along. In sports, or you will fail. Black. Men, white men have to get along. They have to work together, and 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 in order to win, because if, uh, if if you know if you don't, you're you're gonna fail. And I to me, it's kind of a microcosm of kind of what needs to be done. That you know, hey, look, if we put differences aside and uh, you know work for the common good, you know, just like a team. Mm-hmm. You know, we can make things happen, but uh, but uh, it's like the military. You don't get to, in the military, you know, you don't get to go, <laughs> you don't get to second guess. You know, I don't like that plan, uh, Sarge. <laughs> I think we should try something out. No, we don't have time to argue, you know. I mean, it's just, you work as a team, we all are on the same page, and I just think, like I said, I've always thought sports was a microcosm for what would be a, a, a perfect world where people just work together for the common good. Uh, Arise says RG3 came out and told him to stop being a dumbass. Uh, Morning ass family swoosh. Mendenhall has CTE to say stupid shit like this. 
Uh, safety guy says, we have so regressed as, regressed as a society. What's next? A return of segregated drinking fountains? Well, Joe's all in favor of that. What's that? Segregated drinking fountains? Yeah. Well, I, I, I won't, I will not drink from the same drinking fountain as a cat lover. <laughs> See, I told you, I told I'm you, people. Um, all right, uh, the the last story before we get to our picks, Joe. I know that you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh Jesus! And last week there was a play against the Indianapolis Colts where Steelers safety Demonte Kazi busted Michael Pittman and now has been suspended for the entire rest of the season, which is probably only going to be a couple games for him. Sorry. But uh, how bad does the NFL look on this? Because every every time I've seen this, it's a clean hit. Am I wrong? Is it not a clean hit? Well, we know, yeah, it's a clean hit. It, it, you know, it's like, uh, as much as I'm not a big prize fan, you know, when that uh, kid hit the, the one kid, it was a clean hit. It wasn't a late hit, I hate to tell him. Um, it, it's getting sissy. We're going sissy late. You know how it is in the NFL now. I mean, there's nothing, you know, there's, I mean, it, it, it's just, the superstars get protected. We know that. Mm-hmm. The Tom Brady tuck rule. Remember that? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I wasn't throwing. I was, I mean, I was throwing, but you know, you weren't throwing. You were going to tuck it, but, but the rest that you were throwing, you know, it's just, I want to see, they should make every player just have one bar, like the old days, the one bar around their face mask. Yeah, no kidding. Either that or don't play with helmets anymore. Yeah, the, the one guy my mom used to take to church when I was a little kid, he would say, when I played, we would fold up our helmet and put it in our back pocket, Yeah, you know. Like, I'm, I'm looking at a still picture of this, and I see what the NFL says. They, he delivered a forcible blow to the head-neck area of receiver who was a defenseless posture. So you can't touch – so if a receiver dives for a ball, you can't touch him until he makes the catch because he's defenseless. That was a weak call on the NFL's part, on the referee's part. I'm with you. They are sissifying this league more and more every single day. Yeah, and I hate to tell the referee that has a ponytail and a vagina, but when you're in midair, it's hard to stop. Yeah, and both of the guys are going. This guy, the guy from the Colts, is leaping, and and, and Kazi is kind of leaning like he's about to leap into the guy because he wants to break up the pass and do his job. Right, and ladies, do not get upset with me. I, I, I feel the ladies are very competent in many areas of athletics. It's just that down there's a lot of there's a lot of smacking going on down there. There's a lot of hard hitting, and it's just if if you know, uh, did you know that they have a, an extra point kicker at Jackson State? is a is a female, and she kicks the extra points. What if some guy lays her out? That's part of the game. I know, it, she it, it's part of the point, but you know, some 245-pound linebacker comes swinging around on a blitz and just, just I mean, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I don't, you know, break the, the glass ceiling, uh, all you ladies out there, but I just, there's certain things that it's just, it's just, I mean, I, I just, I, I think there's other qualified people. You, you opened a hot-button issue for me because my best friend Tommy is a referee, and I've seen him get passed over and passed over and passed over, you know, his whole refereeing career. Um, 
I'll, I'll go ahead and say it, and I, this won't be a popular statement. I'm okay with that because I make a lot of unpopular statements. There should not be one single female referee or umpire or officiator in the NFL. And it, it, it it's a simple fact because they have not been around in the refereeing world long enough to qualify for that job. Now, can a female be a cardio coach? Oh, the coach on the coaching staff, like 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 yeah, training. Of course, I, I don't have a problem. With, I have a problem with it in Major League Baseball. I have a problem with a female hitting coach because a female has never hit baseballs. It's a lot different, right? right. And, and 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 I, you know, JJ Watt is how serious is JJ Watt going to take advice from you know Samantha? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm getting to the point, Joe, where I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this bullshit. So let's go ahead and give in to him. Let's break that glass ceiling. I would like to see a girl play linebacker in the NFL. That's all I want to see, either that or or a slot receiver. That's all I need to see. Then what we'll do is we'll find the best 130-pound woman boxer, and we'll match her up against the men's best 130-pound boxer. Then we'll see what happens. And then, we'll let and we'll let a woman will let a woman draw, uh, start that that the Chavez Ravine as the starting pitcher yeah. for the Dodgers, you know, and she how that she's just throwing up meatballs. Come on, people! No, I mean, I mean, look, I can go down the list. I, I mean, you you want to match up the best women hockey players in the world? Okay, you bring them right on over, and we'll, they'll take on our Stanley Cup champions. What happens? The NBA, you bring you bring the biggest and the brightest stars from the WNBA, and I tell you what, I'll let you play. I don't know, fucking. You don't even have to play. You can play the Lakers. Even the Lakers could beat you still. With you know, I know. I mean, remember, remember when I said like Ronaldo and Messi? Probably those two alone could beat. What? What is there? Five on the was how many on soccer team? Eleven, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like two on each side. Let's get two others or whatever. I mean, they're just it's just they just it's just the way that it is. You know, I'm 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 watching you know Disney, uh, National Geographic and stuff. And I mean, uh, men have been battling for chicks <laughs> since. I mean, the men are fighters. They're stronger. They're, and you know what? I'm sorry, ladies, but but look at the ducks. They did get the prettier colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, here's the truth of the matter. If you have a problem with how we're built, take it up with the maker upstairs. Because there's nothing you can do. Men are built differently than women, and women are built differently than men. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying women are unsuperior. I'm not not putting them down. We're built differently. Men are better at athletics. Why? Because we we have more bone density. We're stronger. We have more muscle tissue. Bigger lung capacity. Yeah. Hey, ladies, you can give birth. See, there's something women can do that men can't. Women can give they birth. They take pride in that. And I'm not saying it to put women down, but you have you have a, you you have an advanced level of, of of maturity. You can actually birth a child. God damn. I know, and I know we're slime bags. We only get the fun part. We get it. (laughs) But but, yeah, I mean, you know, women, you know, 50% 
of the population of this country is is women, and they should have a voice in all in all uh, you know, political matters, things like that, uh, because you know you should represent you know how much uh, you you're half of the country, so your voice should be heard. And uh, there are so many things. You know, Sandra Day O'Connor, I believe, just passed away, the first yes. uh, lady Supreme Court justice. Yep. And uh, and so you know we well you know I'm a corn Oscar. We know how we empower women. Oh, absolutely. You had ninety eight thousand people show up to your second place team. You rotten son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now now Sue says Arnie step into the cage with Alicia then. LOL. No, because she's trained that way. If Alicia and I got into a street fight, I'd probably win. Why? Because I know how to fight dirty. You can't fight dirty inside the cage. I don't want to get disqualified, but I'd never fight Alicia because she's a female, and I'm not going to hit a female. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't it a Pretty Woman where uh, uh, Sandra, or not Sandra Bullock, uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts says, "Wow, you know, you know, men, she gets, she's like they really can hit hard, yeah. like." They hit a lot harder, right? Oh, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, Randy Johnson. I'm sorry, John Crook had problems with with Randy Johnson. I can't see, um, you know, uh, a petite uh, model. I, I enjoy petite models. I'm uh, <laughs> batting against Randy Johnson. I'm glad to know your turn on this morning. All right, you know what? What are your tags? <laughs> I'm sure. You know, just. Don't just don't click on anything that says saggy. I just learned that. I just didn't do that. Okay. Uh, all right, Joe. It is time to get to our picks. Two hundred dollars on the line from listeners. Uh, I have a commanding six-game lead. Let's start with tonight's game. Uh, the seven and seven New Orleans Saints are on the road against what some people are calling the red-hot seven and seven L.A. Rams. The Rams are a four-point favorite. Let me pull up my paperwork here. You know, I'm, I still do. You, if you uh, do, you, would you do you enjoy reading the newspaper? I used to. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I if I were in an airport and there's a newspaper lying around, I'll read the news. I, yeah, I'd be grew up reading the newspaper. I mean, better than you know, most people. You know, newspapers are like three pages long these days. They're dying. They're going away because mm-hmm. everybody's on the internet. But I love the newspaper. I used to love. I always love to sit down and read the newspaper. Always with the chocolate eclair, though. No, oh, you have to have that. I mean, I would have probably a jelly. Wow. Yeah, you, you, you got to have a jelly. Because yeah. yeah. I know you wouldn't have a jelly roll. You're not too hip on that guy. No, that guy sucks. Okay, then. Somebody save me. <laughs> okay, the Rams are laying, what, four points yep. at home against the Saints. I'm going with the Rams. They can keep rolling. Yeah, I, I think the Rams are on fire right now, but that, that fire will get put out soon enough, but it will not be against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, next game up, we've got the uh, Saturday. Oh, ooh, more Saturday games. Fantastic. Yeah, um, we got Saturday games because, you know, there's no college. Um, how about the 8-6 and six, six Cincinnati Bengals taking on the 7-7 seven and seven Steelers in, in Pittsburgh? Cincinnati's a two-point favorite. And that game will be on NBC. Mm-hmm. Free TV. Steelers, you know I'm taking the Steelers. I, you know, you can only bet on somebody so many times. That one time they've got to finally, it's got to finally come in. So I mean, I'm just going to keep going Steelers, and I hope they 
can do something. I mean, I hope that our offense can generate more than like 200 yards of offense. Um, you know, I, I've tried to stay on your, your Pittsburgh bandwagon this year. I can't do it this week. I, I just can't. They've let me down. You know, that one week I don't pick them, they get 400 fucking yards, and the next week when I do pick them, they don't score any damn points. So I, I, I'm i going to go with the Bengals. Um, yeah. Next game up on Saturday. Boy, the Bills coming off an ass-whooping to the Dallas Cowboys. The 8-6 and six Bills are on the road against the 5-9 and nine Chargers, who they just suck. And the Bills are a 12-point favorite. Well, I know we're just picking winners, and I think I know what. So, you know what I'm going to do is because it's on Peacock and my bill is currently uh, up to date, I will be viewing that game on my – well, i got to get some more foil for the rabbit ears. But other than that, I'll be fine. I'm going to take the Chargers. Whoa. I got a party, man. i got to make something happen. I thought about taking the Chargers, and then I'll let you make that dumb pick. So, I'll – Good, good pick, Joe. Uh am go unchained, bro. Uh, how about the eight and six Colts on the road against the six and eight Falcons? The Falcons are a one point favorite at home. The fine city of Atlanta and Mr. Tyler Perry. Um, <laughs> let's see, boy, the Falcons at home. I hate the Falcons. I'm going with the Colts on the road. Okay, all right, not a bad pick. Uh, th- this game means nothing. I mean, I'll take the Falcons at home just because they're home and they're pissed off because they can't have Chick-fil-A in the stadium that day. Uh, mm. but, uh, isn't that stupid? Why would you put a Chick-fil-A in an NFL stadium? And I, I think Chick-fil-A's based out of Atlanta. They probably. are, but, but why in the fuck would you put a Chick-fil-A inside a football stadium when their main use is on Sundays? It's the same reason that they cut up the hot dogs in the female section of the jail. (laughs) (laughs) Only you would know that, Joe. Well, I was a correctional officer, but, uh, well, until they discovered me, but I was actually a porter, but that didn't work out well. Well, you started your, 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 your CO job in Thailand, and it went way downhill after that. You know, I will be this uh, this Christmas break I, during the holidays. I will be on location filming Triple Xmas. Uh, <laughs> I've been really naughty. So that will be – it's a really big production. Uh, Elise says, why is Arnie participating in a cage? We were talking about females in sports, and somebody said – and I, I said, you know, it's not right. And they said, well, get into a, a, a ring with uh, Elise. I was like, no, because I, she's trained in that. Street fight, I might be able to take her. Because I'm going to fight dirty. But I'm not going to fight, Alicia, because she's my friend. Uh, how about the Seahawks, the seven and second sea chickens, who just beat the Eagles, taking on the five and nine Titans? The sea chickens are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Just so you people know, I use a combination of Tai Chi with Brazilian street fighting. <laughs> Do you so know that's the name what I, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, you don't want to mess with me. Let is me that, is, is that, that Joe Fu? I am more lethal than Dwight Schrute, okay? Uh, is that Joe Fu? <laughs> yeah, Joe Fu, we call it, you know, because uh, uh, I picked up a lot of, my sensei, I'm, he's going to be over later today. We're going to go shopping, so. <laughs> uh, 
I'm taking which one we got. We're doing the we're doing the uh, Seahawks at Tennessee. Yes. You hate Tennessee. You won't bet on taking the Titans because I know who you're taking. Yeah, I'll take the Sea Chickens. Uh, you got the Titans. The Titans haven't improved at all this year. Derrick Henry, God, where have you gone? I know uh, he he went like thirty times for like minus ten yards. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable how bad that guy was. Joe has a black belt in ice making. <laughs> you know, if you only had the agility yes. and the cat-like reflexes yeah. to deflect bullets. Which you did. You dodged bullets. You literally dodged bullets with an ice maker in your hand. All I kept screaming was not in the face. Not in the face. <laughs> <laughs> How about the 10-4 and four Lions on the road against the 7-7 seven and seven Vikings? The Lions are a three-and-a-half point favorite on the road. Yeah, the Vikings are going to come back and win this one. Detroit's showing their true colors. That's why I love you. Yeah, Vikings. Whoa. All right. It, 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 have we gotten to you? You know, you have sound effects, Joe. Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I, you know, but the Cindy Lopper sued me last year, so I don't want to get carried away. That, that's fine. I, I'm just waiting for your big dime dog pick of the week because I'm still waiting on my easy money. I still haven't seen my easy money game yet uh, of the week. So uh, let's see. Lions, Vikings. Uh, boy, the Lions have just uh, – I'll take the Lions. Well, we got some We got some doozies. This could be a – this could be a make-or-break week, Joe. No, I mean, it's going to be me, Scarface, going, say hello to my little friend, mm-hmm. and just getting wasted and falling off the balcony this weekend, or I'm going to or I'm gonna, uh, uh, crawl back into it. The absolute worst game of the weekend so far, uh, the 4-10 and 10 Commandos of Washington will be on the road against the 5-9 and 9 J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets are a three-point favorite at home. As you know, because I ran out of quarters, I am going commando today. Yep. <laughs> also ran out of that cheap laundry detergent that comes in a plastic bag. Yeah, oh, I hate it. that kind. Yeah, it, it just says detergent on it. <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, back in the day, none of that fine Russian vodka for me. Nope. Just give me the one that says vodka. All right, right. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Jets. Mm-hmm. Jets at home. I, I I like that pick. I also am going to take the Jets at home because the Commandos suck. Boy, another crap game here. The six and eight Packers on the road against the two and twelve Panthers. Panthers mm. had what fifty two people at the game last week. Um, Green Bay is a five point favorite. Ladies and gentlemen, my dime dog. Whoa! 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 My God. Well, tell it to us, Joe. That's right, bro. That's what I do, and it's going to happen. So you're, 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 you're taking the Panthers at home? I'm taking the Carolina Panthers at home. Whoa. That's, because, that, that's, uh, that, that's my home dog, Dime Plate. It's, it's, it's the last two weeks. Uh, and you know, teams, are, teams are just putting it together. Teams are going to – the Panthers are going to finish this season with three wins, and I'm hoping the third one comes this weekend. Okay, great pick. I, I'm taking the Packers on the road because the Panthers suck. Um, 
How about the 9-5 and five Browns on the road against the 8-6 and six Texans? The Browns are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I'm going to go with the dog again. I'm going to go with the home dog again. Whoa, you're going to take the Texans again? Yeah, the Houston Texans. Did you know that the Houston Texans are, like, since they're the only expansion team. There's only been one expansion team, and it is the Houston Texans. That's not true. Well, I mean, they moved. Other teams moved. Yeah, but that's not true because the Cleveland Browns are also an expansion team. Didn't they? They, they were a brand new team. Didn't come from anywhere. No, remember the Browns left Cleveland. They went to Baltimore. And they started up, and the, the, the city of Cleveland owned the title uh, Cleveland Browns, and the NFL gave them to them. So those are the only two. Yeah, I would have to think. I saw a – but did they come in the league the same year? I, I was watching, like, a game show, and it said one, and I kept thinking, wouldn't you have to have two teams? You can't just have one expansion team. Well, you you and, have to keep it an even number, right? I mean, and, and you got Carolina and Jacksonville, too. They didn't come from anywhere. Okay, uh, Carolina, Jacksonville, that's right. They were the Carolina didn't no, come. Carolina. Oh, yeah, Tennessee was the one that was the Houston. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I, that was, and it was uh, a weird, it was, it was a game show question. I thought the answer was wrong, too, because I thought there's got to be more than one expansion team. I know a few of them moved around, but there was more than one. So, yeah. anyway, all right. Uh, but anyway, so you're going to take the Texans. I am taking the Browns in that game because, well, it's Houston, and I hate the city of Houston. Uh, how about the 8-6 and six Jags, an expansion team, on the road against the 7-7 seven and seven Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Tampa Bay's one Tampa Bay, being in Tampa Bay was the place where my beloved Cornhusker ladies – went down to the Texas Longhorns, were swept by the Texas Longhorns for the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship. You can rot in hell, Tampa Bay. I'm taking the Jags. Whoa, taking the Jags in that one. I'm going to say, uh, oh, gosh, I, I, I'll take the Jags as well in that one. I, I think the Jags are a better team. Uh, boy, oh, boy, here's here's a battle for, for draft picks here. The 3-11 Cardinals are on the road against the 5-9 and nine Chicago Bears. The Bears are a four-point favorite at Soldier Field. Yeah, I think there's a dragnet marathon on at the same time. I'll be watching that. Uh, my name is Friday. Uh, I'm going to take it. You know what? I, I'm going with the Cardinals. Wow. Okay. All right. That, 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 not a bad pick. Uh, I think it's, I, I'm going to take the Bears because in this game, there are no bad picks. There's just picks. Uh, and I want you to know there's a new uh, the Reno in the no uh, Chris Payne. What is it called again? He does a little spot where he highlights several things around town. And this time, he is doing it right along with the cop, and he's actually uh, in the back looking out the barred back window like he's, you know, on his way to uh, Par Boulevard, which is the Washoe County Detention Facility here. Yeah, so I've, I've spent there. It is a classic, classic marketing. Um, 
I don't even know what to say to that, Joe. Um, well, I'll, have to tell you, I'll have to send you a clip of it. it yeah. is, you know, I mean, you know, you, when you see the DiCaprios and, you know, the, the Matt Damons and the Jack Nicholson's and then there's Chris Payne. Yeah. I mean, it's art. It's truly art. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a fact. They've honed their craft. Uh, all right, let's move to the afternoon game on Sunday. My beloved 10-4 and four Dallas Cowboys, who got the bejesus beat out of them against the Bills last week, are taking on the 10-4 and four Dolphins. Uh, Joe, I know your pick. I already what's know crazy, your pick. What's crazy is the same records. We both have already committed each team. They have the same record, so it's a done deal, right? Um... um <sighs> I, yeah, I, chew up that record, buddy. I, 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 I'll take my Cowboys. God damn it. God damn it. Fuck, they're going to lose that game. I already know I'm losing that game, and I'm going to be pissed off. Uh, then the night game on Christmas Eve, because all those games are happening on Christmas Eve, we've got the 3-11 and Patriots taking on the 7-7 seven and seven Broncos. Broncos are a six and a half point favorite. You know, I don't remember. It seemed like. Do you remember the blue gray game? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the se- yeah that like was the all, se- yeah. That was always on like Christmas Eve, and then there was usually nothing on Christmas Eve. A lot of times that was the one day where there was nothing. But boy, we got a full slate this time, and then Christmas Day, it's always there's always a quadruple header of NBA on Christmas Day. You know. Um, did you know that here in Reno, here in Reno, they, that is when they do a huge marketing campaign to the Bay Area. So I, I, a lot of uh, Asian uh, people visit uh, here during the holidays. I don't believe they celebrate Christmas. And they have, I mean, that they just, the Bay Area just rolls in here mm-hmm. by the busload uh, to gamble over the holidays. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it gets pretty packed around here, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm only fluent Mandarin. Right. Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, they, I don't speak Sichuan. Well, here, here's the deal. I know they're coming to see you because they have the Joe fever. You know, like a, a lot of Americans have yellow fever. You know, when they when they love Asian chicks, but these Asian chicks have Joe fever. So I, I know what it is. Yeah, well, I set up a roadblock for the bus from Wuhan, okay? <laughs> that's not coming through. Uh, all right, how about the Patriots and Broncos, Joe? Okay, Patriots, Broncos, I'm going to go. Oh, Bill Belichick, I think it's all over, kid. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. So Christmas Eve, the 5 o'clock game is NFL Network. That's yes. just great. Uh, you know what? I got to take the Broncos at home. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm also gonna do that because the, the they man the Patriots suck. I never thought I'd see this. The, uh, I mean, he he's coaching like he did when he coached with the Browns so long ago. Um, all right, on Monday, Christmas Day, we have not one, not two, but three games on Christmas, all on free TV. Wow! Yeah, it's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas film. Yeah, NBC, so we don't have to hear Chris Collinsworth either. That'll be a Christmas present in that, itself. That is true. All right, first game, we have the 6-8 and eight Raiders, who scored a billion points last week or the week before, I don't know, taking on the 9-5 and five Chiefs at home. The Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. 
You know, it's going to be Christmas Day. The Raiders, I mean, normally they would have grabbed the three ninety nine buffet at the Stardust, but they got to go to Kansas City. It's going to be freezing. They're going to be bummed, and the couple guys who think that Santa's going to forget them, the Chiefs win that. Um, because I did the breaking news yesterday that Taylor Swift will be spending Christmas with Jason Kelsey. Uh, that means she will be at the game, and I am going to take the Chiefs in that game. As well, well. Not, not Travis, but Jason, huh? Oh, oh, Travis, Travis, that's right. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm sorry. You little dog, yeah. little freezing going on. That's great. <laughs> uh, all right, next game up, we have the 5-9 and nine Giants led by Tommy DeVito taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who I have pronounced done, done, done. They've lost they lost three in a row. They're ten and four. Philadelphia is a twelve point favorite at home on Christmas. The same stadium, the same place, not the same stadium, same place where they booed Santa Claus. Yeah, you can't boo Santa Claus. I mean, you know, uh the Eagles, you know, I'm of course gonna Did you hear about the DeVito Pizza Place scandal? No, I did not. So apparently, did you see his agent when they were on TV oh, God, last yeah. time? Oh. That slimy looking dude in the oh, stands. Yeah, yeah with, with with the fedora on. Yeah, yeah, he looked like uh, like a, a a skinny Monopoly man or something. Um, he uh, he had a, he had a pizza. They appeared at a pizza parlor or something in New Jersey with it for ten grand. Well. They wanted twenty grand. They upped it. They they, they wanted so they, there was a big backlash over. Oh, Mister, you're too good for. But he, he made good on it. Showed up and only took the ten grand. They, I guess his agent was like, "Well, we're a big item now," and uh, they wanted more money. He wasn't going to show. Really, you know? I mean, so he, he showed up for good, the less money. For I wish. Why? Why are people getting paid for nothing? What's going on? Why can't that happen for me? I I don't know, Joe. I'm looking for the same agent, I guess. We're gonna we're gonna we'll pop it. Don't worry. We just gotta hang tough. Um, are you gonna make a pick ever in this game? You rotten son of a bitch. I swear to God, you know what? I come out here and I try to entertain people. <laughs> and I try to give them something to take home. Something to live with. Some inspiration. And all you do is berate me, degrade me. And I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles, you rotten son of a gun. You're going to take the Eagles. Well, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going out on a ledge right now saying... Oh, the, the Eagles are done. I am taking the Giants to win this game outright to further crucify the Eagles and cry, Eagles, cry. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, last game of the slate will be on ABC. Wow, a, a game on ABC on Monday night? How kick-ass is that? Uh, the 11... Yo, every Monday night game's been on ABC. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, the 11th. Uh, but don't forget also ESPN Plus. You know, but uh, the greatest is, and I don't think they're doing it this time. I love watching the Peyton Eli ones. I love watching oh, yeah, those. those are, I those watch those fun. other than the regular. Uh, we got the 11 3 Ravens taking on the 11 3 Niners. Now, these teams have the best record in the leagues, in each league. Uh, I think there's a world of difference between these two teams. Yeah, I, I believe. I believe on on the defensive side of the ball, they're they're they're, they're pretty close. But on the other side, the Niners are just, um, and this is the marquee wave possible Super Bowl. 
It, uh, it could be. I, I don't I don't believe in the Ravens at all. I don't believe on anybody in the AFC. The AFC sucks this year. Yeah, they do. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Niners. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Niners because I'm not stupid. Because they're gonna they're gonna flat out whoop that ass, especially if they're already starting talking about like Super Bowl talk and all that kind of bullshit. Uh, so there you go, uh, Joe. What else you got for us today? Well, you were you were asking me about like top stories for the year. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh shit. Hold on a second here. I forgot all about that. I have mine. I, I have my. Top five sports stories of the year. I'm so glad you reminded me of that. Before we get to that, I ran across this baseball quiz. I ran a couple down. I want to run them by you real quick. Some of them I don't believe. But you, you, if you know these slang terms, you know the game. Okay. What's the hot corner? Third base. There you go. What's a meatball? Uh, a pitch that's coming right down the middle. Yeah, just gonna jack that right in the wheelhouse, right? Uh, let's see. Now, I never heard of a rhubarb. Not uh, even sure what that is. A uh, rhubarb uh, uh, is that when you play a gag on somebody? It's like a, I, I I'd have to look it up. I should have wrote it down. I'm an idiot. A rhubarb. That's what I know. But of course, you got a nightcap. That's easy money. Sure. That's the second game of the doubleheader. Mm-hmm. You've got. Uh, you ever heard of a dirt nap? A dirt nap is when you die. Okay, it's also when a, a grounder gets through everybody. What's the Mendoza line? That's if you are not hitting your weight. That's uh, hitting 200. Now, 200, right, the Mendoza line. Uh, we have a worm burner. You know, that's one that's just a hot grounder. Right. Uh, yeah, a dead arm. That's a guy that's lost his jaw, lost his, his high cheese with one. Uh, that's a high fastball inside. 30-30 club. Uh, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. So, suicide squeeze. Uh, you bunt when there's a runner at third base. Yeah. A two-bagger. Uh, that's a double. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, I was like, I was like, come on. This is like preschool. Come on. Yeah, I, that, that's easy. Uh, rhubarb is a baseball fight. Okay, thank you, Stinkfist. It, it's a baseball fight. Oh, and both benches clear? Yeah, I guess that's a rhubarb. All right. Well, so let me. We'll talk about what do you got for me. You're five. Um, I only have four. I'm hoping that you can loosen something up in my head. Uh, I'll start with my last one, and that's got to be the the Otani thing all year. Um, I never believed in this guy. I mean, he he puts up really good numbers, but he's not a leader. He goes down with a, another rotator cuff injury. And he wins the MVP, missing the last three months of the season, playing on a team that's in almost dead last place in the American League. And he still wins the MVP somehow. And then signs a $700 million contract with the Dodgers. I, I Look, there are good stories on my list. And then this one is the most ridiculous story because I just don't get it. And that's Otani. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't get the whole Otani thing. I it, What am I missing? Is he some great player that I'm just not seeing? Is it because you know, uh, because he's Asian? I Look, I believe Asian players can play in the American League and the National League, but I just don't think he's that good. But I mean, but seriously, not, I mean, but seriously, but he, not only does he pitch, but he pitches well. He's in the, the top. He's the one of the leaders. And not only does he hit, but he hits. He 
one of the leaders. I mean, he goes both ways. It's unheard of. It's football. You know, we got the guys that go both ways. They'll do some punt returns and they'll play D and then maybe a wide receiver. Uh, uh, you know, but to excel at both sides of the ball, there's only two guys in this club, that Babe Ruth and him. I just, like I said, when you're in high school, you know, you're, you're, you're the shortstop, the pitcher, you're the, the, the point guard on the basketball team. You know, you're the quarterback. I mean, uh, but when you get up to the NFL uh, or the NBA, you know you 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 could you, you're lucky if you can play one thing. And this guy excelled at both sides of the uh, of the ball, you know, both sides of the field, and, and just I thought it was impressive. I don't think he's going to pitch this year, though. No, saying. he's not going to pitch ever again because this is his second rotator cuff, and it was just announced last night that he was named the AP's top male athlete. Yeah, I saw that. That's horseshit. Yeah. How is he the best athlete? He can't even fucking win. I am. I mean, I, yes, I know I, he has numbers and all this kind of stuff, and, and, and good for him. I'm not trying to hate on him at all. I it, it might sound like I'm hating on him. I just don't get it. Yeah, the top athlete. I mean, it's a, that's a tough thing to have to pick, you know, but yeah, but I just, like I said, I think it's because, like I said, he doesn't, you know, uh, I think uh, Baumgartner was uh, the last guy that had two home runs, a pitcher that had two home runs a game. This guy had two home runs in a game and struck out like 10 people or whatever, a pitcher, you know, a complete and, game. And they I probably mean, they probably lost three to two. Well, they probably did, but uh, they had no support on their, their team. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I voted AP you know, player of the year, but, uh, you know, the kids can obviously play. Uh, uh, they have a, yeah, there's, a, there's a documentary on him. I think it's on uh, Prime. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're, well, out, but, uh, you're out who's a big Dodgers fan, says Dodger fans don't get it either. Look, I think if he focuses on hitting, I think he, I could probably hit 60 bombs. Look, he didn't go to San Francisco because that's not a hitter's park. He's not stupid. He's gonna he's gonna go to a park where he can hit in, and I think he's gonna be fine. Do I think that he's worth all these honors? No. See, that's the part I don't get. I'm not taking anything away from. Him. I just don't get it. Now, what's and your Korean barbecue is a lot better down there. Damn right it is. What's uh what what's on your what's starting your list off? So two, I think right off the bat have to be. I think I think uh, uh, Dion. And the Saudi golf thing is two for sure. I think are up there. Um, let's start with your take on the Saudi golf because I also have Dion next on mine. So let's talk about the Saudi golf, the Live Golf Tour, or the whatever they want to call it. You and I have discussed this, and it's I I don't understand if they're trying to buy the PGA or what. Um, they already did. They haven't worked everything out. Look at Rom. He got like Rom because you know he needs to buy new pants, so right. he got that six hundred million dollars, and he went over. Everybody's jumping. Norman's saying Norman's just laughing at Tiger because Tiger and him got a feud, and like oh, I'm, I'm still poaching everybody, and and they, they're all coming over. What what I, I heard John Daly say something interesting, like hey, because you got to play fifteen, you got to at least play fifteen tournaments when you're on the PGA Tour. So after they play their fifteen, let them play wherever they want. As long as it's a commitment to the PGA, they want or whatever. But 
you know, it's interesting to see. They haven't worked out all the details, but as far as I know, it's going to be PGA and then on, on like CBS or NBC, and then you're going to switch over to CW, and it's going to be a changer, um, you know, uh, with, with like the topless beer uh, cart girls. <laughs> uh, Trucker James says, uh, pick one. Oh, wait. Oh, I hit something wrong here. Uh, pick one, Arnie, uh, Kershaw or Otani. Oh, I'll take Kershaw all day in the regular season. In, in postseason, I don't want anything to do with K- K- uh, K- Kershaw. So, but I, I would take Kershaw in a second because we need him. Uh, but getting back to this, uh, this whole thing, um, I, I I agree with pretty much everything you said. I mean, it's it it's. I think the portal's another big story. Uh, the portals are. That's a, that's a, that's not a bad call. The live golf thing. Um, I I look. It, see if you believe if you agree with me on this. We will not see another multiple major winner, maybe in our lifetime. Well, and I but mean, not, like, probably like, not. I mean, you know, hey, do you want do you want uh, do you want a grand slam? You know, well, you love having the Tiger Slam because you're too much of a bitch, okay, yeah. buddy? You'll never get that. Okay, that's Tiger. Maybe Charlie will grab it. But uh, but uh, you, 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 you want to wear all four uh, belts or I have all four trophies, four majors, mm-hmm. or would you just rather just have a bazillion dollars from uh, from the Sheik? Yeah. I mean, look, look, look. It, and, and there's not a wrong answer. There really isn't. I mean, there's nothing wrong with John Ram getting $600 million to play golf. I have no problem with that. I'm not going to get into the bullshit with the Saturdays. Where's that money in our face, Arnie? Hey, yeah, oh, absolutely. I'll tell you. Hey, I, I, I actually can. I tried to email, and I still need to re-email them, the, uh, the Visitors Bureau of Saudi Arabia to advertise on this show. I'll take their fucking money. I, 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 oh, that I would be great. I could just imagine that they could, maybe we could branch out to the United Arab Emirates. Oh, man, you and I would be huge there, Joe. We would be the biggest <laughs> sore thumbs sticking out there in the history of time. You're listening to Persian Gulf Radio. Uh, oh. I think uh, Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods' son, I think the PGA is putting all of their fucking, everything they have on him. Because Tiger's a PGA guy, and I think they want Charlie to make his debut on the PGA Tour. And if Charlie's anything like his dad, which he kind of is, rut row, rut row. Yeah, you know what? You know the you know the lady with the scales for the justice system. How they you know she's holding up the scales. Yes. You know you could put every golfer on one of those plates and put Tiger and Charlie on the other and they're going to weigh dead even. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? I mean, that's how powerful those two are. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, I think, is my third biggest sports story of the year because he came out with such fire at Colorado. And and sadly, against your team, I'm, I'm so bummed that he beat Nebraska. Um, and then just shit the bed the rest of the year. I think we'd have beat him later in the season. Oh, I, I, that team was a completely different team. Now, he's got commits. He's got his 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 own stuff. Chador, uh, I believe Chador should probably be leaving. I think he's going to be a first rounder, but I'm not sure. 
Um, they're like, he needs to be drafted. He already makes like five million endorsements. He does like, you know, Google commercials now. So it doesn't really even matter now. Um, but if you're, uh, if you're I think he might come out. But yeah, it's, it's interesting to see if he builds a program. I, I, I thought exactly what happened would happen. Remember, I, I said that I thought they go six and six at the beginning of the year. We yeah. were talking about it. Yeah. And I predicted six and six, I believe. Yeah, both you and I, both you and I thought they would make bowls, but, but they didn't. Um, I I think Dion's got a lot to learn. I mean, he he's coaching now in Division One. He did good. He won some games that people didn't give him credit for. You're thinking he could win, and he came out and he won. And then he was humbled. It's the first yeah, time in his yeah. career that he's been truly humbled. And we'll see how it comes back. Now, somebody just wrote, "What if Liv offers five billion dollars to Charlie Woods?" Well, first off, he goes to Tiger. He's a minor, so obviously <laughs> Tiger's going to make his decisions. But uh, well, it's interesting to see if Tiger, maybe Charlie was going to go to college. I mean, who knows? Yeah. You know, we we we'll wait and see. But but uh, they offered Tiger a billion, and he said no because you know the thing is, you got to decide. There's some blood money there. This is a state-sponsored tournament or tour that is that is money from. A government that at one time they had a, they had a day where they beheaded eighty two people one day in, right. in in Saudi Arabia. I mean, and then there's the people that hey, have you seen Frank? I haven't seen him for a little while. Yeah, I don't know. He spoke out against the government, and then the next thing I know, I haven't seen him. Um, goes right to voicemail. I mean, so that's what you're taking money from. That's the thing you got to decide. And you know, I, I mean, it's a lot of money, but. It's, you know, it's, like I said, it, 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 like I said, it's called the sports washing. They're going to have these soccer leagues and they're doing all kinds of, they build like, you know, 15 stadiums over there. And it's just, they're just, they're all cushy, feely, fuzzy, happy sports uh, country. No, they're not. They, they, they're just like, you know, when, when they, you don't, when you don't do what they say, you disappear. Yeah. Now, now look here. Somebody asked about John Daly's son. I think John Daly's son signs with Live Tour because they're going to offer him a shit ton of money, and John Daly's all about the money. John Daly's going to yeah. go there. He was the one that said that about that. Why didn't they should let him play with it yeah. after their 15 commitment? And, but I know he is going to Arkansas right now. Yeah, but look, Daly's son is not that cool yet because he's not firing down Marlboros down on every hole. He's not pounding Jack Daniels on the course yet. That's what made John Daly John Daly. When you when, when you've got the DPs on fifteen, <laughs> okay, buddy, yeah, that's called ball, bitch. Okay, yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, I Joe, mean, you and I were legendary drinkers in our day, but I don't even think we could hang with fucking JD. Oh my God! I mean, what a what a horrible uh, ninety five degrees out, oh. and you can't, you know. You're just you're shaking like a leaf. I mean, he's sweating. It's a hundred degrees. He's still sweating. I, I've never seen that shot of him. He's just he's just shaking like a leaf. Oh God, and, yeah. I remember and, watching the tournament. Oh God, it was so it was so hard to watch. But but, but Johnny Daly, you know, he he he, he doesn't hide anything. He's like, no, that's mm-hmm. that's what happened. And 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 uh, 
You know, and it, uh, I'm not I'm not trying to hide it from anybody. You know, I've only had like 18 wives, but yeah. Johnny, what the hell, dude? Uh, do you know that he? Do you remember that time they said they <laughs> when he lost all his money gambling? Mm-hmm. He lost a ton up here at the Silver Legacy. Um, but when he lost him, his wife was really mad, and so he went out and he just threw up like 50 grand over the bridge and was like, "I earn the money around here. This is my money. I'll do what the fuck I want with it." And then he went to McDonald's. Wow, I, I, what bridge? I mean, let's go fucking find that yeah, damn money. Right. No, next time, throw gold coins, yeah. John. They're uh, easier to get. All right, next story I have up for top five sports stories of the year is the whole trans athlete thing. This I have it down on my paper as chicks with dicks. Um, I, I, I'm at such a loss for our country right now, Joe. When it comes down to things that things I never thought I'd see, I'd never thought I'd see people openly bash Israel in the streets the way they're doing because they're one of our greatest allies. Oh, my God, that's crazy. And I never, ever thought that I would see people stand up and say it's okay for a man to compete against women in sports. I, I, yeah. I never thought I'd see that. And Leah Thomas, who was the end of last year, beginning of this year, and then it went just haywire. Um these trans athletes, this has got to stop. And like I said, it goes down, it boils down to, of course, they had to come up with a system to not say man or woman because there's 105 genders now. But it's like there's a certain testosterone level. And if you're over that level, you have to compete as a man. It's like, now how about you just look down and see your little willy there and yeah. then you compete as a man, okay? And it's like, it's just so ridiculous because how many women that have become men are, how well are they doing in the sports world? Not very good. No. They're not even showing up because they're still women. So these guys are still guys, and it's just, uh, it's just, it's just ridiculous that what we've, you know, come to. I mean, there's dudes and there's chicks dead over it. Well, and here's the here's the really funny part. Um, how come we've never seen a woman transition to a man and try to make a sports team? That's what I'm saying. They, they're not making a big splash anywhere. Crazy. See what I did there? Was swimming? Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I like that. that they're was not good. making that. There's no women becoming men that are dominating because they're still women. <laughs> it rises. Crazy. And it's like to so the men, they, they, you know, they took that one who was the swimmer that just like had the wingspan of a condor and was like, you yeah, know, that was Leah uh, Thomas. Leah Thomas and, and yeah. Riley, Riley Gaines yeah. has been, yeah, those, you know, like what do they call that? The, you know, the, the, the V shape that the swimmers have. Oh, it was yeah. just like really marks this against the, you know, the Catholic girls. Uh, Erise says, thanks Joe for the laugh. I have it down as chicks with dicks. <laughs> That's how I, you know what, I, I'm a straight shooter. It's either chicks with dicks or dudes with tits. One of the yeah, two. I mean, I'm a straight shooter. You know, they call me the sprinkler. Why is that, Joe? In my adult, uh, in my adult. Uh, oh, and, 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 I got a bunch of nicknames. Mainly because I, I take care of the lawn. Okay. Uh, so this trans thing, it, I think it's going to end up fizzling out. I think people are going to be like, okay, enough. This, this is stupid. No more men can participate against women. It's unfair, dumb, and let's let you compete against the men, and you can't, and then you show up against the women, and you dominate. Wow. I mean, did you, was somebody not hugged enough as a kid? For fuck's sake. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're like like four hundredth in the world as a woman, number one. I mean, as a man, 490th as a man, number one as a woman. Yeah, guess what? Because you're still doing the top. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Joe, do you have any more stories that we haven't covered? Because I have one, and I want to save it for last. Okay, just real quick. I think the sports betting thing is huge. Oh, good call. Uh, call. ESPN has ESPN bet now. They have their own sports book. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's it. Sports betting is just gigantic now with everything. There's so many different... um, Things, uh, let's see, the, the, the name of image likeness thing is, is a huge thing. And other than that, I mean, uh, we'll see what happens to, uh, we'll see what happens to the pack too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Um, all right. My number one sports story of the year. I can't deny it. It's the greatest moment in my sports life. When my beloved Texas Rangers won. The World Fucking Series. And Creed was the inspiration. Uh, I have to tell you, Joe, I, I've seen national championships. You see, what, 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 what's your all-time favorite sports memory, Joe? Just real quick, I want to tell you, I, uh, and I know you doesn't mean to give a squat to you because we know both the left and the east coast get all the break, but uh, one of the lowest-rated World Series. But like oh, yeah. I said, I know you don't care. Your Rangers brought it home, and that's all that matters. By the way, by the way, on that note, did you know that the Texas Longhorns had eight of the top watch football games in all of college football history this year? Really? Yes. The Texas Alabama game was watched by more people than any other college football game ever. Texas versus Rice beat Michigan Ohio State in numbers. Wow, the owl's showing up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome, Rice. Uh, but <laughs> um, my the biggest for me was it's kind of when when Tom Osborne. I wanted him so bad because, of course, you know I'm a graduate of Nebraska, of Nebraska. Um, and uh, so when they when they finally got Doctor Tom because he could have won three in a row, ninety three. You know, uh, and he was uh, what was his name? Uh, but the, the running back before the state fumbled. Anyway, uh, we were right, wide left, lost that, you know, and then so I wanted Osborne to win. So when he won his first one, I was at home watching it. It was in the Orange Bowl. I was at home in Reno. But the next year, uh, one of the greatest teams ever, I was at, uh, it, 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 I was down in Tempe. It wasn't Glendale uh, then. It was still just Tempe and watched them just trounce the Gators. Uh, for the national championship, and that was that was probably one of my greatest sports moments. Easy. Uh, my 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 three all time greatest sports moments, and, and now I have to rank these accordingly. Um, and it's tough because I might break down in it. Uh, number three is definitely the Longhorns winning the national championship. I was at the Rose Bowl. I was at that game uh, against USC. It was phenomenal. I didn't think anything could ever top taking my dad to a World Series. Uh, the Cardinals against the Rangers, his team against my team. Uh, his team won, which really, really sucked, and we were only one strike away twice in that series for winning. But I have to say my greatest sports memory happened this year when I heard... Spores kicks and fires. He struck him out looking! It's over! It's over! The Rangers have won the World Series! 
Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers yeah. are the World Series champions. After 52 years in Texas, 63 years of the franchise. The wait is over. I, and I know for a fact that they get a really strong signal of Fox up in heaven, so I'm sure he had the angle on. <laughs> uh, I went to my first game at six months old, uh, and I've only missed maybe one or two seasons. Every season I tried to always go to a game, and when I was living in Reno, it was really tough, but I did make a few games over in Oakland when they would play in Oakland. Um, easily, by far, the best moment uh, of the year was the Rangers winning the series. So that, that that was an easy one for me. And see, that's something that, like you said, that's a, that's a, a father and a son, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going back. And it, that's a, like a real, the whole, you know, you, 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 you know, I don't even have to explain. You know what I mean? That, that's like a big uh, deal. And it, it's, it's something it's something that you'll always have and you'll never lose. And you can always treasure. And uh, and, and, and you can always, always keep you smiling, uh, Arnie. Um, Joe, that is going to do it for us uh, this broadcast year. Uh, Joe, I, I got to tell you, the listeners love you. I love you. You're fantastic. Don't change a thing. Keep dodging those bullets, my friend, because we need you here. I hope that you have a fantastic Christmas and a wonderful New Year, my friend. Okay, and I'm going to wear white after Labor Day. I don't care. I'm a rebel. Okay. <laughs> yes, you are. You're Joe fucking Murphy, international <laughs> sex worker. All right, buddy. I love you, buddy. Thank All you. Right, and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I love you. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Passover. And uh, whatever you wicked people do, whatever, go to hell. Okay, bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Now, this is special. Oh, Hold on. What a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Scumbag, pay attention. Real it's quick one. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? By the way, all of our listener mail is uh, is sponsored by JS Floors, the best flooring stores in the West. The rest, uh, they're all weird pedophiles. That's that's exactly what they are. Um, but I got a I got an email in, and it was really really awesome. And it's from our man Ferdinand. Ferdinand, can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're gonna fertilize the yard. Says Arnie. I just wanted to express my sincere appreciation for the incredible work you do on the Ass Show. Your talent, passion, and dedication shine through every show. You have a unique ability to connect with your audience and make a positive, comical impact. I wish I could read. Um, You're the best version of yourself based on what I've heard in the last few weeks as I just started listening a few weeks ago. Thank you for all you do. I hope that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Well, Ferdinand, thank you. I really, really do appreciate that. Now, I got to go check with Brad Kid, make sure that she ain't going to have emergency surgery. Uh, and I will play some songs. If the emergency surgery happens, I will let you know. Uh, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. <laughs> it's all cold down along the beach. And the wind's whipping down the boardwalk. Practicing real hard, yeah. Clients, you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good, or what? 
Reflections of an American Dream, Daddy. I shall start the readings as promptly as I can. Uh, Moving on to later chapters, Daddy. While Vince was on a crusade to capture the world of pro wrestling, by the way, thank you to Colin and Jameson for this wonderful literary uh, treasure, Daddies. Uh, well, while Vince was on his crusade, babies, to capture the world of pro wrestling, we were busy trying to fight his evil empire from the offices in Charlotte, North Carolina, Daddy, an office that would eventually lose the battle due to mismanagement and miscommunications. Since its demise, there have been people throughout the years who claim that I was solely responsible for the downfall of Jim Crockett promotions. This issue needs to be laid to rest once and for all, babies, because quite simply, that is bullshit. The American dream said it it is bullshit. I've often said that the Crockett era was the sweetest era and could never be matched again. Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling was a special place in our history. Guys who worked there, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Ronnie Garvin, Magnum T.A., Nikita Koloff, and others were all stars because of WTBS, babies. And because I was the bull of the woods like the captain of a ship, I had a chance to make a tremendous amount of money during that time running that promotion, babies. And I did. Oh, I did in spades. So I think the real downfall was the everyday operations, if you will, of the company. The inner workings. By this time, little crew of the people that was running this huge business. But it was no longer, let's go run Charlotte, West Virginia. Let's run Hickory, North Carolina. It was now, let's run the Forum in L.A. where the Lakers play. Let's run the Cow Palace in San Francisco, babies, where they got hippies galore. We were in all the big arenas all over the country, and that was my job. Even with that said, I really believe that if Jimmy Crockett hadn't sold the company, he could have turned it all around. I remember saying to him we could get $5 million back, but I think he really wanted to sell it at that point in time, babies, because enough is enough for some people. I say this to this day that wrestling made WTBS Turner Broadcasting. Without a doubt, wrestling was one of the things, if not the single thing that made his company nationally known. He could put it around and say, this is our promotions. We draw large numbers. But only when American Online came in to buy Turner Broadcasting in the process, WCW, did I see... Ted kind of moved down a little bit and not stand up. Not stand up because he was being a coward, babies, and we don't like cowards. But Ted was amazing. He was not only had a vision, and I always considered myself having a vision of seeing things happen or doing things. Not only did he have that, but he made it happen, babies. The only thing I got hot uh, at Turner about was that he sent Bill Shaw to the overseas things, and Bill Shaw was a moron. Bill Shaw hired Eric. That is, that is uh, Eric. Uh, what, what, what's uh, I can't think of Eric's last name. 
Oh, goodness gracious. Hold on a second. We have to take a break here from reading Dusty Rhodes to saying good morning to a special family member. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Stackhaw is in the house. Says good morning, ass family. I'd just like to thank everyone for reaching out and the love and support I got from everyone. It's been a tough week. Well, Stackhaw, we love you, brother. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can bring you some 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 levity in some moments. I know this time is 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 bad for you, but uh, you will get through it, my friend. Uh, Stephanie says, "Oh, good, my least favorite segment ever." As we continue to read the Dusty Rhodes book, there have been far too many of us in this unique industry who have allowed the business to fuck up a good thing, and I'm no exception. But I've learned from my mistakes, Daddy, and I know that before anything else in the world, my family comes first. I'll never let the business come between me and my family ever again, Daddy. So with that said, let's talk about my wife, Michelle. Michelle is the love of my life. I know I don't say that often enough, baby. But when we had this party here and Henry Gonzalez, my attorney, I don't know why he's mentioning that, uh... I said I love her more than my life. Everybody cried because it was not only cool I said it, but that I meant it, and I still do, Daddy. I met Shell in Tampa during my first big run, and there was something about that gal, not only like anybody else I'd ever met. She just had a way about her. I love Latin women. (laughs) And not only she had Latin blood in her, but there was also cracker blood in her as well, with her mom was from Alabama and her dad was from Cuba. Dusty Rhodes' writing is just phenomenal. This could be some of the finest writing I've ever seen. Uh, she's given us some great kids in Teal and Cody, and she couldn't have raised two kids any better, and those are tremendous, and she loves Dustin and Kristen too, who already two loves of my life. Like they were... Uh, are her own, and love her too. It's hard to say anything else except how amazing we feel about 28 years together. That's a nice thing to say. That's all the reading. That's it. That's it for today. There you go. There's the American dream today. We, we, We only have a little bit left in the book. The American dream. Reflections of the American Dream. He is the bull of the woods, if you will. Now, we do have some stories that we have to get to. Um, Kind of a big story. It happened yesterday. uh, came out. Now, a federal judge is going to unseal 180 previously redacted names from the Jeffrey Epstein. I, I don't know if this is the flight log or if this was who was on the island. I'm not sure about any of that, but it's finally happening. Well, allegedly. Look at that. Everybody's yelling at Stackar. That's fantastic. Good for y'all. Um, I don't know. Aspect, what do you think? Are we going to get any names on here that we, we're going to like? I mean, I, that, 
Uh, Hot Mama says, "Good morning." Asked no Joe t- today, or did I miss you? Missed him. We had he was on early due to the fact that Braddy Kid might have to go to the hospital here uh, in a little bit, so I had him on early. So sorry you missed him. You can go to ArnieRadio.com, download it, and and he was on the first hour and a half of the show. So you they, you didn't miss anything, Hot Mama. It's going to be there for you. So I don't even know what to think about this. Like, every time that we're promised something, like the JFK stuff. Oh, we're going to release all these new, this new information about JFK, and that was fucking 60 years ago. They still redact all the, the important stuff. I think we're going to get 180 people's names that we don't know. Uh, CEOs are already dead or already disgraced people that are out of office and the rest that can sacrifice. Uh, Arnie, what day was PM on? I missed it. He was not on. He, uh, he had, uh, he had some medical stuff, so he had to, uh, postpone until after the first of the year. So you did not miss Pat. Cowboys girl says not getting my hopes up, but I hope they do. I just, I don't even know what to think about this. They, they come out and they throw this stuff at us, so what aren't we supposed to be watching now? Because you're giving us something to watch. Hey, all that interview last week went well enough to get the job. Hey, there you go. At Fort Wainwright in Fairbanks, uh, Alaska. There you go. Way to go, Eric up north. Congratulations. Except you got to move to Alaska. Jesus, that's cold. Fuck all that. You might see Santa Claus up there. I don't know. Um, I like that CEOs are already dead people. Yeah, we might get that. Now, here's an interesting thing. Let's talk about this, shall we? I just saw a, a news story that they took down another Confederate monument yesterday. Okay. Fair enough, they've taken down these Confederate monuments, which I think is absolutely stupid. Will they do the same if any of these CEOs or anybody have, like, I don't know, statues or buildings named after them at colleges, dormitories built after them? Will they change those names? I think you're going to have to, aren't you? I mean, if we, if we, if we want to be logical here, if we want to deal in consistency and logic, aren't we going to have to do this? Because some of those names I've seen on there, how many, how many college campuses have something dedicated to Stephen Hawkins? And I'm not trying to pick on Stephen Hawkins here, but he is one of the people that was photographed on Epstein Island. Why haven't we canceled everything with him? Is raping a young girl on an island not as bad as fighting for the Confederacy? I'm just asking questions now. Alicia, thank you, Alicia. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. You're trying to be logical with illogical people. That's the problem. Bill Clinton, we know he was on the planes. Hell, we've seen all the pictures of Bill Clinton on the planes. You you don't think real quick, real let, let, let 
Ass family, let's do it. Hawkins was on Epstein. Yeah, there's a photograph of Hawkins on Epstein Island. Uh, what the fuck was he doing there? Raping young girls. I, I, I can tell you that right now. He was raping underage girls. That <laughs> He was participating, allegedly. Let, let, let's just go ahead and sit in the, in the wigwam here. We're going we're gonna to sit Indian style. Not, not stack our way. No, 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 no. We're talking casinos here. Chris Rock makes you wonder why he, the wife divorced him. Good call. And by the way, I don't care who's on the list. If I like them or not, if they're on the list, they're done to me. Don't care. Gone. Let's talk about this, though. Bill Clinton is photographed on this man's plane a number of times. We know that Bill, Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office from Monica Lewinsky and busted a nut on her dress. We all know that. That's history. You're trying to tell me that on this chartered plane, one of the flights went to Africa. I think that's longer than six or seven hours. You don't think that that Bill Clinton's going to have fucking Tricky Willie out? He's probably fucking doing the helicopter like Ric Flair did on them chartered flights that WWE used to have. Here's the question I have for you, ass family. Why have we not seen one negative thing happen to the Clintons over this controversy with, with Epstein? Why is it why is it that we have these people, these these we have these logs, we have this? How come there's been no backlash? Raping young girls is not divisive like rape, so statues taken down or buildings being renamed. They kill people, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's one reason why, is Hillary's got her own fucking, you know, execution squad out there. Hillary kills them all, R.I.P., Arnie. Bring it on, Hillary. Bring on your, 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 and I guarantee you, her, her, her hit squad is all women who are wearing power business suits. Oh, they're badasses. I'm not going to say they're not going to kill me, but that's what's going to be coming down the street. Short hair, pearls. That's her kill squad. She calls them the Pearl Necklace Club. But I got to say, you know, I'm tired of this Jeffrey Epstein story. And you know why I'm tired of it? Because nothing's happening. This is stupid. This, once again, is just exercising our mind in masturbatory observations. There are too many rich and too many powerful people associated with this for anything to ever happen. Great question. Why hasn't Anonymous done anything to make uh, and expose them more? Because they're terrified of them. That's why. I just hope that she doesn't pass the, the kill squad down to Chelsea because when, whenever Hillary fucking does die, whenever that buzzard hits the grave and so does Bill, well, Bill can die and we'll get stories about Bill. We, we ain't going to hear the truth about Hillary until she's dead. They put the story out. I'm wondering what they're trying to hide from us now. Exactly. 
Why are these pages redacted? Oh, to save the... In- these people aren't innocent. These people hung out on an island where they knew underage sex was going on. Ken Dog says, good morning, Arnie. I got to agree, nothing will change or happen. But they throw it up there. They get us all excited. Oh, did you see? Did you see? And I'm one of those people. I'm like, ooh, sweet. 180 names are going to come out. Now, I hope that they bury some actors and actresses. That would be great. That's where I'll disagree with uh, the you, Ken Dog, respectfully. Any actors or actresses on this list, they'll be canceled immediately. Anybody else? Nobody gives a fuck. When Tom Hanks' name is mentioned on there and we see him move over to where where'd he get? He get an honorary uh, citizenship of Turkey. Yeah, we're going to see Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is going to be living in Turkey. Oh, look, a great big nothing burger. Yeah, so there you go. I I reported the nothing burger to you, so I I, I hope you don't mind. Um, Congratulations to all of you who live in California. This is disgusting. I, I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck. Drought-prone California okays a new rule for turning wastewater into drinking water. When a toilet is flushed in California, the water can end up in a lot of places. Nice skating rink near Disneyland, ski slopes around Lake Tahoe, farmland in Central, and coming soon, kitchen faucets. California regulators approved new rules to let water agencies recycle wastewater and put it right back into the pipes that carry drinking water to homes, schools, and businesses. Now, it's the second state to do this. Who's the other state? Who's the other fucking bastard retards? Why would they say it's the second state to do this and then not mention the other state? That's just stupid. Yeah, not happening. Well, it, it is happening. It's a big step for the state that has struggled for decades to secure reliable sources of drinking water for more than 39 million residents. Probably 38 now because everybody's moving out. Water is so precious in California. It's important that we use it more than once. Not for me, it isn't. All drinking water is wastewater, guys. Well, then I—that's why I drink Dr. Pepper. Uh, doesn't Las Vegas do this with Lake Mead? Look it up. What sewer plants do? Yeah, but they—they they don't. I—I I think it's used more to like for not necessarily the drinking water. I think they might use it to, like, you know, for lawn fertilizer and, and, and those kind of things. I think that's what the recycled water is used for. But now they're going, because it's the only the second state in the country to do this. 
California new rules would let but not require water agencies to take wastewater, treat it, and then put it right back into the drinking system. California is only the second state to do this following, of course, Colorado. Oh, of course. Now, way, 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 way back when the show started, I I was monitoring the board, and I couldn't say uh, good morning to everybody, and I'm sorry I couldn't say good morning to everybody because we had Joe on early. Uh, But Ralphie put something up here, and uh, let's see. want to read it. Where'd it go? Uh, Good morning, AIG and ass family. I have my constitutional club researching for debate. If Colorado's removal of Trump's name in the ballot is constitutional, we are going to have a fun Friday party slash debate. Very nice. Um, It seems like Colorado is becoming the most liberal state in the union. Well, I bet you Gavin Newsom hates Colorado. God damn it, they're out Californiaing us. Sewer water gets purified and used as recycled water for grass working at the water plant. We don't do that here. Okay. I uh, can't hear you anymore. There, you're back. Uh, also, they have contracted water or contacted water sources. Water treatment plants only send water to out to the oceans, sometimes used for irrigation, never for drinking until now. So next time, uh, whenever this starts, I guess, in California, I don't know when it's going to start. Uh, the next time that you, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're tired, and you're stumbling, you go to the bathroom, and, and you're groggy. I, I want this to be in the back of your mind. I want this to, to enter your subconscious. When you turn that water on and you put your little water cup underneath it and you take a gulp out of that, once you get your head back enough to where you're, you're, you're getting enough water, the first thing I want you to think about is me butt-ass naked on a toilet crapping. Because that's where that water's coming from. There you go. That's a picture. Uh, there's absolutely no reason why California runs out of water. Problem is idiots who control the water. Same ones who try to govern the people. Oh, I agree. That's really gross. They're trying to do everything they can to make me leave the state. I I find all this stuff to be reprehensible and terrible, but going back real quick to the the Ralphie thing about the constitutional argument, California's already looking to do the same thing. Saw a story uh, this morning, and and I didn't want to get into a bunch of political stuff today, uh, but California is absolutely positively looking into doing the same thing, and it's going to prove that I was right about what I said yesterday. You're going to get a lot of these blue states that don't put Donald Trump on the ballot, and that way they can say, well, I didn't vote for him as president. We don't have to recognize him as president. It's fascinating. And now we have states that, Mage, how's the water in Colorado? Mage, you like drinking that shit water? Delta. Delta, I know you're in Colorado. Y'all got wastewater problems? Teeth falling out left and right? Fucking hippies in Colorado. God damn that John Denver. (laughs) All right, let's see. Uh, What about people writing them in on their ballot? I'm not sure how that's going to work. 
I mean, let, 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 let's just real real quick. I think it was stated yesterday, Colorado's a blue state, and they've been a blue state for a while. It, it doesn't matter if he's even on the write-in ballot. All their electoral votes are going to go to the Democratic candidate. You can write his name in, but honestly, if he was on the ballot or not, th- this is just a big fuck you to him. And in order to say, well, he's not our president, that's all this is. It's weak, it's childish, it's sad. And by the way, it's fracturing America. Didn't Trump win Colorado in 2020? I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up, and I'm not going to look it up today. Somebody look that up. Ralphie, if you're there, look it up. Progressive Democrat who defunded Boston police is ripped apart for requesting police patrols at his home. By the way, also, he just released a guy who on his third DUI killed six people, and he let him walk. What is happening right now? These people that want to defund the police... We need to defund the police. We, 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 we don't need any more police. Okay. Then when you're raped or you're robbed, one of the two, don't call the police. Don't hit 911. You deal with it on your own. How do you not question the last election when these people try every possible way to stop someone they just don't like, Right. Biden won Colorado 55.4%. Ralphie, you're the bomb. Thank you. And they will cut their nose off despite their face. He'll remove funding to these states when he wins. I hope so. I hope he does. It's absolutely stupid. All of this stuff is stupid. I understand. Like they, I, I used to get in these conversations with a, a friend of mine who's no longer a friend of mine, Um, nobody I've ever talked about really on the show. And and we would talk about politics and things like that, and and he was not a big fan of law enforcement, and law enforcement wasn't a big fan of him. Um, But if you break the law, what do you think is going to happen to you? And when you try to skirt the law and you you walk a razor-thin line, sometimes you fall on that illegal side. And when you get caught on that illegal side, you've got to pay the price. Fun fact, 10 southern states did the same thing to Lincoln when he won back in the day. Well, Lincoln did start the War of Northern Aggression. I, I will say that, the only war America ever lost. I love fucking saying that. It fucking pisses people off. We see the number. Look, look. Once again, this is insulting your own intelligence. Tomorrow on the show, if there is a show, um, due to health reasons, not mine, um, we're going to vote on the fights of the year. Coors Brewed in Colorado, if they use recycled water, couldn't you theoretically be drinking your own beer? Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much. That's a great call, Chuck. 
Chuck on vacation. Comment and late. We see these videos online of people just going fucking crazy. I saw a video of a bunch of black kids, and they were they were taunting some old white woman who had a couple dogs that she was walking. One of these kids picked this white woman up, and I'm just describing the video. It doesn't matter if they're white or black. I don't give a fuck about any of it because white kids are just as bad as black kids. Black kid picked this woman up off her feet, slammed her to the ground, Picked her up again. By the way, one of these leashes is still attached to her wrist, and it's choking this little dog she's got. He picks her up, and then he throws her in a pool. The dog follows in on the leash. There's another video going around of a bunch of kids getting into a fight, and the kid gets dropped on his head. We see people spiraling out of control. People are jumping through fast food restaurant windows because they don't get enough fucking tomatoes on their sandwich. And we're saying we don't need more police officers. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Ralphie says, you know that Lincoln had the opportunity to free slaves in slave states that were still part of the Union, but instead the Emancipation Proclamation only freed slaves in the rebellious states. Well, here's my quote. And, And Ralphie, you might like this. I don't know or not. I don't know where you stand on this, but I'm the Civil War to me was never, ever really about slavery. And everybody wants to make you think that that was the number one reason. It was the reason they fought was because the South was not being represented. It was it was they were taxed, but they weren't being represented. And that's what they were fighting against. Slavery was a part of it. But riddle me this. Because you bring up the Emancipation Proclamation, which was signed in 1863, I believe. In 1861 is when the war started. Now, why wouldn't the war start the same time we freed all the slaves? Or that Lincoln freed the slaves? Now, I think it's a good thing that Lincoln, obviously, it's a great thing that he freed the slaves, blah, blah, blah. I can't, can't go against that. But once again, it's the insulting of our intelligence that that make us look at things logically and consistently and go, wait a second, this caused this, caused this, caused this. I always ask people this also. Um, two things. Did you know that uh, the, one, the biggest city in America, New York City. New York City! was going to secede from the Union. Why? Because they made all their money from cotton fields in the South. They didn't want to lose that. And the state of New York forced New York City... New York City! Not appropriate to stay in the Union. Here's the other one. Why is it... And everybody wants to yell at, oh, blame Mary Todd for this, or, or blame uh, Grant's wife, not Mary Todd. That was, that was Lincoln's wife. Why is it that when the Civil War started, General Lee, and, and no, no, not, not, not the kick-ass General Lee. Um, why did General Lee release all his slaves? He freed all his slaves, yet Grant had slaves travel with him to the battlefields. I've heard that, but if you look at the South's Constitution, it's almost the same as U.S. Constitution, but the only difference is slavery is incorporated into the South. Okay, 
I'm not saying that it wasn't a part of it, but I'm not saying it was the main cause of it. There's a lot of letters stating otherwise, so I don't know. Yeah, it, it it's one of those things. Look, it's a black eye on America. Brother against brother over all this. It's terrible. And by the way, we're headed back in that same direction. Now, I'm going to tell you, I keep hearing this and keep hearing this and keep hearing this. I'm going to take a break after I do this. That way we can do fun, easy stories to end today's show. Um, if this is a red against blue battle, if, if civil war breaks out, if Donald Trump is elected president, because I keep hearing that and I think it's stupid. First of all, the left's going to be losing a lot of their money players because they all said they're moving out of the country if, if Donald Trump's elected. Who do you think owns the guns? Well, I know there are people on the left that have guns. I'm not saying the left doesn't have guns. People on the right have way more guns. Do you realize who you're messing with? Do you? This is this is going this is not going to be a fair fight. And I don't want to see it happen again. I don't want to see America torn in part because that's what the rest of the world wants to do to us. Why? Because the rest of the world wants to be us. They want to be us, but they don't want us to tell them how to do it. They want to try to figure it out on their own. They see that this this experiment in democracy has worked phenomenally. Now, we've only been around for barely, not even 250 years. Is it? We're getting close, aren't we? 250? I don't know. All these dates. But empires don't last long. Pam Anderson is the only one that did that. I have to respect her for sticking it and moving to France. All these other idiots won't, though. No, of course they won't. 246 years. Okay, so we're four years. Thank you, Triple T. Uh, People on the right will ignore the left safe space cards. Oh, Oh, look look here. If if it comes down to it and, and it's mano a mano, I, I, can you not trigger me? We're, we're, look, I, I, I don't want to go on. I, 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 I just, this whole triggered movement and all this, oh, this triggers me. Well, that's on you then. It ain't on me. If I say something that triggers you, well, uh, too bad. You're the one who has to deal with it, not me. Hell, most of the time I don't even know you. If I say something that quote unquote triggers you and then they ask me to leave a place, I'll be like, no. I'm telling y'all right now, it all started with this goddamn peanut allergy. Fucking blame Mr. Peanut. We never had a time in our lives where, oh, uh, Johnny has a peanut allergy, so we can't have peanuts at school anymore. At the entire school. It's not hard to eliminate the left. They are all in the populated cities living in bunches. Yep, that's all you got to do. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. By the way, Stephanie misunderstood the uh, the drinking water part, so she apologizes. Uh, she doesn't need to apologize. It's okay. 
Um, so, uh, and by the way, that was Bruce Springsteen doing Santa Claus coming back to town. That was the terrible song. Here is yet another terrible song.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, I saw earlier on the Mixler board, Jenny's like, Artie's got a Christmas tree. No, it's Brady Kid's Christmas tree. I do, I, I do have a tree, uh, my, my Charlie Brown tree. So I'll move, I'll, I'll show the cameras. I got to put move it back. But uh, there you go. If you want to see it, that that's on my Twitch channel. That that that's my tree that I have in my office. Um, it is Thursday, and I gave you people a homework assignment. That's right, I said it, you people. <coughs> Today's show's been kind of just thrown together. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow we're, we're we're still planning on doing a show tomorrow. Now tomorrow's show is going to be huge. We have video fight of the year that we have to vote on. Dusty Rhodes, he's coming back. And it was something I'm very excited for is the picks and predictions for 2024. As V Coop and I recap the picks and predictions of 2023 to see how we did and then make our uh, assumptions for next year. And then I always save all my favorite Christmas music for the last Friday of the year, which is tomorrow. And uh, I need to add a couple more songs. There might be a couple of replays, which I try not to do very often, but I do it sometimes. So that'll be happening tomorrow as well. But today, we still have to get to your homework assignment. And that homework assignment was, what are the worst gifts you've ever been given for Christmas? Now, I have shared a number of times on this show bad gifts that I have gotten. Anywhere from a skateboard, which I just told this story a couple weeks ago. A Dr. Pepper skateboard at that. Everybody likes to bring up the Mormon Bible. That was an that was an anniversary gift. That was not a that was not a Christmas gift. That was an anniversary gift. I didn't get much good. I, I, no, no, she she gave terrible gifts all the time. Um, best gift givers are Braddy Kid uh, and my grandma. They, they they knew exactly what I wanted. Well, Triple T, I'll, I'll tell that story. Um, <clears throat> it was uh, 2011. I remember the year. I'm prepared for this homework assignment as much as Joe Murphy looking for a piece of paper he's holding in his hand. <laughs> uh, I spent Christmas in 2011 with my dad, and every year for Christmas, he would spend with his girlfriend, Beverly, who was just such an obnoxious and terrible, she, she was such a terrible person. What, I, I really, I honestly, if, if I could have found one of these, I would have bought her one. It's a trophy. See, it says, cunt of the year. That's you. Big Coop says, I got a Cowboys jacket, and I'm a Niners fan. Same person gave me the same gift the next year. Well, they want you to change sides. If anyone gets a wine rack this year, throw them away. They're dangerous. Yeah, stay, stay away from the wine racks. So they have this stupid tradition, this white elephant, and then you get to steal, and I don't even remember all the rules for this game. The one rule I do remember, though, that for some reason was thrown out for me was the rule that you had to go by somebody's list because everybody gave a list and you couldn't go above 
My list was simple. Big and fat store gift card, gift card in general, or Copenhagen snuff. Easy. I didn't want anything for anybody hard to get. I I just wanted to make it easy. Those were on my list. If I would have got a gift card at the Big and Fat store, ain't nobody would have taken that from me because I was the only Big and Fat one there. See, that was smart thinking on my part. So, I show up at this uh, shindig where where Beverly's family's at. Her son-in-law, who's about 70 years old, because Beverly was like 90. Her son-in-law, who was like 65, just fucking hated life. And I didn't blame him because he was all fucked up from like years of being a plumber. His back was all fucked up and everything. We show up about 11 o'clock. He's fucking hammered. I was like, all right, cowboy, you're ready to go. He's fucking piss-ass drunk. His wife, who's about 10 years younger than him in, in her 50s, that's Beverly's daughter. She also would have gotten one of these. It's a trophy. See, it says, cunt of the year. That's you. Her and my dad would switch batteries in their COPD machines. That's no joke. Christine says, never really got any gifts even as a kid. Well, that sucks. I'd honestly, I'd rather get no gifts than shitty gifts. Because shitty gifts, you have to pretend to be nice. And see, I'm glad that the 2011 version of Arnie is not the 2023 version of Arnie. Because the 2023 version of Arnie would have fucking, I would have set that house ablaze. Alicia says, I was a tomboy growing up, so I was given a dress. I got plenty of them. Those were the worst gifts. I remember one year getting a corduroy dress that was brown. And when I get in trouble, which was a lot, my punishment was to wear a dress to school. And it would have been different dress every day that my punishment was going for. So these stupid gifts were a part of my punishment as a child growing up. Worst gifts ever. That's awful. And we all had that, we, we all had that one relative, whether it was an aunt or a, a friend of your mom's, that would give you either socks or a really ugly fucking sweater. And not an ugly Christmas sweater, just an ugly sweater in general. And you knew if you saw that person, no matter what time of year, no matter what time of year, if Aunt Betty was coming to town and she got you a turtleneck sweater and you lived in Texas in July, guess what? Your ass was putting that fucking turtleneck on in July and wearing that when Aunt Betty showed up. Uh, Don Shoemaker passed away on Wednesday, sad day for an HRA, very true. Uh, One year, my ex-mother-in-law, who was a devout Christian, heard me saying how much I enjoyed reading the Da Vinci Code, so she got me the Christian's Guide to Debunking Everything That Was Blasphemous book. I had to pretend to be super interested in reading it. Yeah, isn't that the worst? Uh, As a dad and a barbecue enthusiast, this will be my 20th year of receiving barbecue oven mitts and barbecue recipe books, which will go straight into the garbage sale pile. (laughs) Or garage sale pile. If I want recipes, I just Google thanks. That's the worst. When people, like being a golfer, you get all kind of bullshit golf shit. Blueberry, good morning. Hey, y'all, did I miss the 2020? No, no, that's tomorrow. The 2024 predictions are tomorrow. And we're going to start in the second hour of the show, if there is a show tomorrow. It all depends on, on, on the health of Braddy Kid. A lot of pressure I'm putting on her. 
So I, I show up, and, and these two are crocked already. And, and Beverly sits down, and she starts just pounding. She, she's pounding scotches and wine like it's going out of style. So, of course, we have to sit around, and I don't know really anybody in this family. And it's, it's her and her two ugly fucking daughters and their husbands. And only one of them was halfway cool. Joe. That, that guy's name was Joe. He was a pretty cool guy. I didn't mind him too much. But then, like, their kids would show up, and then they, and I didn't like any of their kids. Their kids were almost like my age, which I hated them. This one gal shows up. That was Joe's daughter who showed up. So we start this fucking debacle of a game. And we get to me. I open my bag. <clears throat> the first gift I received. Now, remember, remember, I asked for gift card to Big and Fat Store, gift card in general, or Copenhagen Snuff. The first gift I open. was a bag of tube socks. By the way, nowhere on my list. Now, the reason why I keep bringing this list up is because I drew uh, Beverly's daughter, you know, the one that I should have gotten this for. It's a trophy. See, it says, cunt of the year. That's you. But then I would have given that trophy right back to her mother because she wanted candles... Um, and she wanted a, a Pyrex, a glass Pyrex pie baking deal. She just wanted the, the, the one piece. I said, okay. Dad and I went out shopping one day, and, and we went to like three Walmarts, and we saw the same thing in all three Walmarts. And it was a set, and it had that pie dish in there, the, the same measurements, everything she wanted. And the entire set was like $40, so I could get her that set and candles and be a hero because I didn't go off the list. We get home. I put it down. Beverly starts looking through it. She goes, uh, this was not on her list. She just wanted the pie sheet or the, uh, the, whatever it was. I said, well, I got her the, the, the whole thing. It, it, it's got everything in there, including the pie. Well, you're going to have to take that back. She just wants the pie. I look at my dad, and my dad's like, well, let's take it back. And let me tell you, at that South Reno Walmart where I bought this, by the way, it smells like caramel corn in there all the time. And I walked in there, and the retur- returning something around Christmas time, let me tell you, oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh that time. That was like a two-hour return. So you know what I did? I just bought the bitch more candles. There you go. Here's $50 worth of candles, bitch. So I did not veer from the list. My first, The first thing I opened was a bag of tube socks. Now, if anybody knows me, you know, first of all, if I, only, if I wear tube socks, I'm wearing cowboy boots. And I don't wear cowboy boots that often because, well, I don't like anything on my feet. I like to be barefoot. I wear sandals most of the time. When I perform uh, on stage, I'm barefoot. This is me. And I did not ask for socks. 
And I opened up the hole. I was like, oh, okay, great. Socks. Okay, okay. What what, what do we got next? So the next thing, there were three of them in there. Okay, that just triggered my worst gift every year. My grandma, God rest her soul, she would make us kiss Christmas sweater with puffy paint every year. They were so ugly, and we had to wear them to our house as kids. Oh, that's awful. That is so bad. King says, uh, King Steve says, worst gift I ever got. I own a lot of guns. I have uh, uh, my whole life. An ex from a long time ago got me a gun safety and operating book. I can assemble and disassemble a weapon like Forrest Gump. Worst gift ever. Well, I'm going to trump you. So the next gift. There's three in this bag. Next gift. As I'm unwrapping it. Is a truly tasteless joke book. And it was inscribed. If you need inspiration. If I need inspiration. First of all, I pretty much know every joke in that book. You want me to go to the challenger section? Fine. What does NASA stand for? Need another seven astronauts. Why do they only take Sprite on NASA missions? Because they can't get seven up. Do you know Kristen McClough had blue eyes? One blue east, one blue west. What was the last thing Kristen McClough told her husband? Honey, you feed the dog and cat, I'll feed the fish. Okay, let's skim through here. Ooh, Helen Keller jokes. What did Helen Keller say when she fell in the well? Nothing, her mittens were on. Why did Helen Keller's dog commit suicide? You would too if your name was... What is Helen Keller's favorite color? Corduroy. I'm not reading from a book. This is in my brain. I knew these jokes backwards and forwards, and she got me a joke book. What did Scotty find in the, 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 the USS Enterprise's toilet? The captain's log? <laughs> That's a poop joke. <laughs> and I thought that was a truly insulting gift. Truly insulting. But there's still one more to go. <sighs> so as I reach down and I pick up this last gift. I open it up. And the little attachment, the little card says... When you get to the point where you say, what the fuck? And it was a flask. At this time in my life, let's see, 26, 2011, I was 15 years sober. My father at that time was about 35 years sober. Everybody at that house knew that us two didn't drink. And the bitch got me a fucking flask. Now, as I was trying to get along, I simply looked at my father, my father who was pale white at the time. He, he just shook his head and said, okay. 
Um, he knew what my plan was, was they were about to put the food out. I was going to eat as fast as I could and then go home. Go home by meaning come back to Sacramento and leave Reno. So uh, I want to know, any gifts like that? Have y'all ever, uh, you're out, you wanted to start this about bad gifts. So I'm I'm just waiting. That to me is still the worst gift I've ever got. That was was worse than the, the... Book of Mormon for my anniversary. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. That's almost as bad as getting me, like, <laughs> get me a shirt and extra large. I just want to inspire you to lose weight. Wow, thanks for calling me a fat fuck. You gave me a flask. By the way, if anybody wants to know where that flask ended up, it ended up on McCarran Boulevard. That's right. In northern in nor- in northern Reno, it ended up on uh, Skyline and and McCarran, out of my window. Donald says, "Well, after that, I can't complain. Nothing tops that one." Oh yeah, that that, that to me is still the ultimate like fuck you gift. Now, I remember I talked to my dad about it next week. He goes, "I had no idea." I was like, "It's not your fault, Dad. Her family's fucking idiots." It's like, Dad, come on. You can't stand up for that. That'd be like somebody giving you a bottle of liquor. But I did smile and say thank you. You redheaded, rotten cunt. Hope you stay single forever. I think her boyfriend had just broken up with her. So King Steve says, a flask, you win. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to bad gifts, I, 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 can, I, can, I, can, I can roll with you. I can roll. Um, my great aunt would give us used items as gifts every year. Did not appreciate it as a kid, but now it cracks me up. Someday I hope to be a great aunt to give used gifts. See, that's the best part is the one thing that I do remember that, that always tickles me about my dad. And I love this. This this is one of my favorite things about my dad that he ever did, and he didn't realize that he did it. I did, but I, I didn't say anything until year three. For my birthday every year, my dad would always send me a card. He'd put $100 in there, and then he'd take me out to dinner if he came to town. That was that was the standard. That was, that was all. He sent me the same card three years in a row. And the third year, I finally called him out. I was, I was with him when he gave it to me. And I used to keep all his cards. I, I don't have his cards anymore because I would cry too much if I saw him. Uh, but <laughs> the third year, he handed me the card, and it had a $100 bill. And I said, well, thanks, Dad. I got something to show you. I go, do you realize that you've given me the same fucking card three years in a row? And he just started laughing his ass off. Um. I wouldn't say this is a bad gift, but when I was a kid, I got an RC car with no battery. Couldn't play with it on Christmas until the next day when we could go buy batteries. Shit sold separately. Well, that was the worst part is being a kid. Is that you knew that if you got something and the batteries weren't there, you weren't going to do it. I received a tent one year when I was younger, and I didn't even camp. Maybe my parents just wanted me out of the house. That's very good. God bless him. So if I, The funniest gift I ever got from my dad, and and... This is one of my most cherished items that I have. Probably the most cherished item I have. 
in my studio, and it's the picture of my dad that that hangs up and watches me broadcast every day. And I'm sure you've seen the picture online. Um, my dad in a yellow sweater. It looks white now because it's faded. And he's got a blue polo shirt underneath it. And it... <laughs> I'll ne- I, I will never forget any part of this. And I have to share this with you because it's so hysterical. Hold on a second before I get to that. One Christmas, Blake's uncle and his wife gave us a huge conch. We're not big ocean people and don't decorate our house with ocean shit, so it was really weird. I was telling Blake that I would bet that his wife put it in there as a re-gift, so the following year we put that stupid shell in a gift bag and gave it back to him. When his uncle's wife opened it and saw it, stupid shell, her first words were, I thought we got rid of that fucking thing. (laughs) That's fucking hysterical. So, I remember coming home. And I think I had hit golf balls after the show because it was around 1 o'clock that I got home. And usually if I if I came right home after the show, I was coming home to take pills mainly. Um, but I, I guess I had my pills with me this day or I wasn't on pills yet. And uh, I got home about 1, 1.30, and there was a box in front of the, uh, in front of the door. And it was addressed to me. And it was from my dad. And I was like, oh, okay, this has got to be my dad's something he sent me. Because dad used to always send me either Omaha steaks or he'd send me that shitty popcorn. Or he'd send me the fucking, you know, the the pepperage or the, the whatever the sausage is. When the Empire Strikes Back came out, I had an extensive list of action figures I wanted. All my relatives got me Yoda. I had seven Yodas for Christmas. My grandma makes homemade cards. She gave all the ladies in the family a stack of her homemade cards for Christmas. My lady gave them back one at a time every occasion she gets. Same grandma gave us pickled jalapeno hot dogs on Thanksgiving. No. No, her name's not Edna. (laughs) I know it's better not to be addicted, but uh, was life on pills was just uh, happier because you felt good all the time? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 I could escape all my fucking demons in my brain. I could turn this mechanism off. Hickory, Hickory Farms. That Yeah, he would send me that shit all the time. I fucking hated that. So this was a box that was different from the popcorn box, the, the Hickory Farms box, the Omaha Steaks cooler. So I go into the living room, and I, I, I open up this box, and I pull out this fucking picture. And it's framed. I still get the same frame. It's been dropped and, and all kinds of shit. And my dad framed it. My dad did a horrible job framing it because he didn't get the right size frame. But I'm not going to change anything. And it's him. He went to Sears. And he, he told me, like, I called him up, and I said, Dad, what the fuck is this? Why do I have a portrait of you? And he started laughing. He goes, ah, I sent all you guys one this year. This is my Christmas gift to you. <laughs> I said, a picture of you? And it's big. It's like it's like 11 by, by 8 or what. I don't know these measurements, but it's a big-ass picture of him. And he laughed so hard at that. And I love this picture so much. And, and, and but, but, yes, he did give me $100 in a card later. Different card, but it, it was Christmas, so. But yeah, my my dad was 
And and the other thing that my dad was known for at Christmas time is that my oldest niece, when she was still alive to me, Angela, uh, her her husband, when he was alive to me, Jake, good kid at that time, my dad would go out of his way to find the most offensive Christmas cards. Christmas cards that would in- include the word fuck and pussy. I mean, that's not really that much of a Christmas card if it has the word fuck and pussy in there. But my dad would find these awful cards and send them to him. And it, it, was, it was funny, and, and he enjoyed it. So, so there you go. So there's, a, there's the little segment there of the worst Christmas gifts. Well, look, I'll still take your suggestions of what you got. Y'all had some bad gifts, too. Um, my grandpa got headshots for SAG and gave autographed copies out for Christmas after he was an extra in a shitty movie, Junior. That's awesome. That is awesome. I remember we would get the school pictures. You know, those awful school... The I don't know about y'all. The one picture that I hate more than anything is the one where you're looking right at the camera and you're smiling or you're maybe giving them a look. And then they take another, like, picture of you, a profile, and they put it up in the corner. Those were always the weirdest photos. Like, whoever thought that was going to be, like, take on or take off? I think it did for, like, one year. And those are the creepiest pictures. But, you know, as a kid, you'd always send your fucking school pictures at Christmas time. I remember getting a huge 8x10 picture of my grandma with her huge parrot. I, I guess old people just love taking pictures of themselves and sending them out. That's just funny. Uh, speaking of funny, dash cam video caught a guy being a complete idiot. I know that's a shocker. Um, a Verma- Vermont man, state trooper, was observed in a newly released video arresting a man for disorderly conduct after being flipped off and cursed at by a traffic stop. He's now suing the state trooper for arresting him. Gregory Bombard was driving through uh, Vermont when state trooper Jay Riggins pulled him over. He mistakenly believed that Bombard had given him the middle finger in passing, but it turned out that Bombard did not make the gesture in the moment. Uh... The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expressions, or FIRE. God damn it. Why didn't you just go to the ACLU? I already know them. Now we've got a new group out there. FIRE. Release dash cam video. I'd like to see some dash cam video from a couple months ago in Auburn, California, please. He's now suing over the incident. Uh, If someone flipped you off, what's the citation? What's the crime? Here's an idea. If you don't want to get fucked with by the police, don't flip them off. I I, I don't know. I, I mean, if I was a cop and I'm, I'm driving by and you flip me off, I might shoot you. See, reason number 1,642,806, why it's a good reason Arnie is not a police officer. If you flip me off, I'm going to shoot you. Might not be lethal. I could shoot you in the ass. I could shoot you in the foot. Whoops-a-daisy, it just accidentally went off. Uh, my emails to the Auburn police have gone unresponding. I've reached out to the lady at the Sacramento Bee. 
Uh, I'll be to see if she can get them. Okay. Uh, that reminds me, my dad every year would give us five kids cash and a card. One year he decided to get us all Snuggies. I was so disappointed. I'm like, when am I ever going to use this? Now that my dad's gone, I love the Snuggie. When I'm really missing him, I'll snuggle in it and imagine him holding money. There you go. That's good. See? Don't flip off a cop. The guy says he didn't do it. Whatever, dude. Look, these are just regular people trying to go home. That's their job, the police. I'm tired of these people fucking with the police. You know, you, you know the thing that drives me the most crazy are videos I see when these people go to the library or they go to a courthouse and they're filming. And the cops come up to them. They go, well, what's your badge number? What are you doing here? You know, the, the, the cameraman's giving the cops a hard time. Well, it's creepy that you're standing around in a, a public building and you're fucking doing that. V Coop, what's up, brother? So I can't top your uh, story about the flask, but the most fucked up gift I ever personally witnessed somebody get happened to one of my cousins. So I had a notoriously cheap aunt, like the type of aunt that would try to give you her food stamps in exchange for cash. And you tell her, no, I'm not going to exchange my money for my money. Like, I bought those. So why would I want them? Yeah, why would I exchange my yeah. $20 for 20 bucks? But anyway. Yeah, that's not really a she, gift. That's just, that's bartering there. So uh, years prior, I'm talking many years prior, that cousin had lent a jacket out to my sister. And my aunt happened to be going through my sister's closet for some reason and found this jacket and said, oh, this would be super awesome. So she took the jacket, got it dry cleaned, wrapped it up and gave it back to my cousin. And what made it even more fucked up was when my cousin opened it and realized what it was like she knew it was her own jacket. My aunt not only denied it, but then chastised her and called her a liar. Wow. She doubled and tripled down. Yeah. And, of course, this jacket was like four sizes too small at that point. Oh, that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. What, 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 what she did, did the girl keep the jacket? I'm sure she ended up probably throwing away. But, yeah, oh. I've never felt more horrible for a person getting a gift because she just she just sat there and cried because she was getting chastised. Because her mom was calling her a liar when she knew she wasn't. Oh, that's so fantastic! That is that is that is scrum delicious. See, those are those. That's what that's what makes the holiday great. Are memories like that when bad things happen? See, nobody remembers the good shit. Everybody remembers the cool shit like that. Yeah, and then it's funny when when there's just no self realization going on there because that same cousin a couple of years after that. Uh, graduated from like a secondary high school and I happened to be sitting next to my aunt at that graduation and they were talking about how my cousin graduated despite numerous issues and one of them was parental stuff and my aunt kind of says well I, I find that kind of personally offensive it's like why they're right yeah no shit <laughs> Uh, V Coop, tomorrow we will have you on in the second hour of the show, and you and I will take our time going through predictions and picks. Sounds good. All right, buddy. You have a good night. You too. See ya. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
This show is so inspiring. Next year, people are getting sweatshirts with my face on it, decorated with puff paints. Going to buy the same Christmas card and give it out the next decade. This show is the best. Fantastic. See, I made your gift giving a lot easier. In our final story of the day, this, oof, boy, oh, boy, as family, we're going to have to do it. You make the call. I'm pretty sure I know what your answers are going to be. Um, 30-year-old man shared his side of story recently online and defended his actions and claimed his girlfriend was overreacting. So this is what we have to make the call on. Was the girlfriend overreacting or is this fucked up? Um, It happened living in Germany where I guess this was normal. The fellow says, I went on vacation with a few friends and a cousin a week ago. My girlfriend, she couldn't come because she was sick. And one of the evenings, we all decided to go to the sauna together. And we all did the sauna completely naked. When I got home, I told my girlfriend about the trip and mentioned the sauna. She got irritated and told me that she thinks it's weird for me to go into the sauna with other women when she's not around. The the cousin is a woman, by the way. The man explained that the sauna was a unique setting and that he'd never been naked around his family or friends otherwise. So ask family. We have to ask you. You make the call. How fucked up is this? Would you go into a sauna with your naked cousin in there? Or if somebody did that to you that you were in a relationship, would you think that's freaky? All right, let's see. Um, Alicia says, this is weird, but it's also very European. Braddy Kid says, weird and gross. I'm not going naked anywhere my family is. Good Darren says, weird. Me and my naked male cousin. No thanks, bro. (laughs) Thank you, Blueberry. Uh, Did this take place in Alabama? DNA says, that's fucking weird. Trucker James says, no comment. Yeah, fucking weird. Ralphie says, "Are they hot?" I I, I have no pictures of them, so I can't say I I, I can't tell. Uh, Pammy says, "Weird as fuck." Alicia, that's why we live in America. We ain't freaks. Nah, fucking, I'm going balls deep. That's what Ken Dog says. Fucking weird and incestual. I've gotten naked in hot springs where there are other people, but my man was with me. Well, that I don't care about the other people. Where the other people, your cousin. Incest for sure. He's banging that cousin. With your family, it's weird. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. First of all, I don't want to be naked in public to begin with. And public is anywhere outside my front door. Sorry. Ain't got nothing to hide. I just ain't got nothing to show. 
I got what I got. There ain't nothing I can do about it. And I don't think I want to blind society with it. It's like them weird dudes that go to water parks that wear the fucking banana hammocks. Y'all are fucking weird, man. Any man in America wearing a banana hammock, you better be posing down for the fucking Arnold Classic or Mr. Olympia. Like, wait, 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 what are you doing here? If I was going into a sauna and my cousin, who's, yeah, she's pretty much dead to me too. Uh, if she decided that she was going to try to, I'd be like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Wait a second, why, why are you going in there naked? Well, because that's how we do the sauna. Well, we don't do the sauna that way. Not family members. I don't wear a banana hammock. It's called a dong sarong, sir. <laughs> My mom's second husband loved to be nude, so our house became a nudist house. It was disturbing. No. See, no, because, you know, that, that episode of Seinfeld covered it pretty great. You don't want to see somebody doing a naked sneeze. Your body's all clenched up. Things don't look good no more. The mystery is over. Just walking around all day, seeing the same fucking Harry Cooter. Hey, honey, how you doing? All right. Dong Sarong. Blueberry's laughing at that. I gotta say, maybe, okay, if that's European, that's fucking weird, man. Why do you want to go? Come on, man. I want my family tree to branch out. I don't want it to go straight up. Fucking Germans. God damn it. They want to eradicate a whole race of people, but they're willing to go into a fucking sauna naked with their cousin. The spring I went to was out in Nevada on the border of Oregon. We drove by these three old fat guys stand up with their dongs out yelling at me, come on in, the water feels great. Yeah, and I'm sure you went in. Yeah, that's why, see, see, look here. One more dad story. I've told this story so many times; it's fucking unbelievable. But one of my one one time uh, nakedness. This is what showed me about nakedness. We were down at Barton Springs down in Austin. It's a natural spring. It's like seventy three degrees year round. So in the summertime it's cold as shit, but in the wintertime it's nice, right? We got there. It was uh, my dad and my uncle, my cousin Johnny and I. We were, we were sent on a, a, a reconnaissance mission when my dad and my uncle spotted a uh, topless uh, undergraduate from the University of Texas on the other side of the creek. It was like they were in unison when they said, get our glasses. I'm not kidding. So Johnny and I ran up to the car, got their glasses, brought it back to them. And here's these two old men, middle-aged to old men wading through this cold-as-fuck water. Because we went in the summertime, and that 73-degree water is cold as fuck when you first get in. And these two assholes are wading across this fucking spring. They get to a part where it's too deep, and I can see my dad starting to swim. Well, this debutante, or whatever this girl was, she noticed these two old pervs. As they got closer, she got up and left. They didn't even get an eyeful yet because they hadn't put their fucking glasses on. (laughs) 
Naked family stuff? No, not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. Ask family, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back hopefully tomorrow, same morning time, same morning channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Thursday. And tomorrow's Friday. Friday before Christmas. Holy shit. We'll see you then. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland Gone away is the bluebird Here to stay is the new bird He sings a love song as we go along Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman We'll pretend that he is parts and Say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. But you can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. We'll face unafraid the plans that we made, walking in a winter wonderland. is outside waiting to arrest him.